0: I'm doing good, Brian. This is Greg and Jordan. I don't know if you guys have been acquainted.
1: Hey guys, no. how are you? How hi, Greg and Jordan.
2: <laughs> Hello,
1: Greg and Jordan. We've been DMing.
2: I know I have a, an avatar of Joseph Smith's face on a sphinx, so it's kind Do of. Do you really like,
0: right now? Is yeah, that what you got going? It's,
2: uh, yeah, it's Joseph Smith's face from Gilgal Gardens.
0: That's very uh, that's very relevant. Yeah, that's, actually, yes. I like that.
3: Gilgal Gardens is great because it's like the biggest, like, just piece of crazy within Salt Lake City possible. We got some weird shit. Brian, have you been to Salt Lake before?
1: Uh, just in the airport. I would love to go. Actually, we want to try to get there, but uh, uh, it's in an odd place that it is. Uh, it's hard to book on a tour.
0: I mean, yeah. It depends, I guess, where you want to play. But, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine it's – I don't know. Also –
1: I looked for – I believe uh, uh, we tried to do it on the Southwest tour, but uh, we just weren't getting – I don't think we got close enough.
0: Yeah, like anytime like – like for bands that come through, it's either like you're coming – you're going from like Vegas to Boise or – the other way from like Denver to like Reno or some shit. So one of those it's, two.
1: The closest we got was Las Vegas, maybe Uh Denver. Actually, the closest we got was Denver. But is I don't Vegas know closer happened. to
3: here than Denver. I think it is
1: actually it's yeah. about
3: the same. They're both like six hours away. No, nah, it's. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Denver it just like was like nine nine hours. hours. Yeah, dude. It takes forever to get to Denver. I think it's just because it's the worst freeway.
1: Yeah. That's yeah we just true. couldn't figure out like I, we couldn't figure out how to make it work but we really want to go there i just we haven't been able to figure out how to put it on a tour well, well, we'll if, get there if you want
0: an audience of exactly three guys to come hang out with you we're uh, i mean that's what we're doing right now so maybe three super I don't know. cool ex-mormon dudes Oh man!
1: Well, hey, I was gonna tell you guys that uh, I thought you were Mormons. Oh hell yeah! In, in my calendar, in my calendar, it says Mormon podcast.
0: Hell yeah! That honestly rules. And to be clear, we are all ethnically Mormon. <laughs> you know.
1: Are, are we, because I can tell you Let's, like, let's go my, my experience with, I, with Mormonism I'm Please. so
0: curious, to be honest Well, I mean, Utah is known as the Salt Lake City specifically is known as the Columbus, Ohio Of the Intermountain West So I'm glad we're, <laughs> and I think we're off to a good start
1: That's why I want to get there I love Columbus, you know I can go to the same place <laughs>
0: We got the Urban Meyer
2: connection Oh, Dude. Yeah, yeah yeah, Urban Meyer right. is like ninety percent of the reason why I went to college.
1: Okay, <laughs> where did he, where did he go to school? Or well, he, he before
2: or he went to Florida and then Ohio State, he coached at Utah. Ah, oh, and, okay. And was the yeah. coach in two thousand four when the uh, Utes won the Fiesta Bowl and went uh, <laughs> had a perfect season, and Alex Smith was uh, he was drafted number one. By the 49ers. At the same then, time as
0: Andrew Bogut, yeah. our favorite, definitely leftist Andrew Bogut. Am I still frozen, Greg? I don't know if my video is fucked up. No,
2: you're, it's, you're good. From I'm like kind of caught in the
0: Matrix. Maybe it's just me. It might be you. Dude, so this is literally the last time you'll ever see me in this apartment. Like this place is completely empty. We've been moving all last week and over the weekend and today finally finished and so it's just me on this desk and my computer in an empty apartment so thank you guys for uh being being witness to my last night here it's uh it's, I th- i'm i'm very happy about it it's an honor and a privilege i just downed uh, 20 wings from Wingstop. stop uh, i'm drinking three alcoholic seltzers i've got lined up right here and uh definitely ready to go but okay brian Mormon experience. I'm like, this is like one of my favorite things to learn about. Like what people, what, especially from people who don't live in Utah. I mean, almost exclusively, because I don't care what people who live in Utah think about Mormons, but in Columbus, Ohio is incredibly interesting to me.
1: I will give you like, I can give you three things here. One, my wife's, uh, older brothers, middle name is Nephi. No way. Yes. (laughs) Uh, her, uh, her, her parents were Mormon for a short period of time and, uh, my wife hated the Mormons. So, okay.
0: So they were Mormon for a short period of time, but during that period of time is I'm assuming is when they had this child and gave him that middle name. Yes. That's fucked up.
2: Jordan, we have a new drop. My wife hates the Mormons. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh my god that's brutal
1: or she she did at the time she she's here's the thing because i guess when you do go to their church for a period of time they then send missionaries to your house all the time, uh, all time. yeah and so it would I, drive my wife nuts when she was a little kid so she sprayed one of them with a fire extinguisher
3: <laughs> as you would <laughs> i mean that's effective i mean it probably keeps them out
1: so it does. It does. But the other thing is when I was in the sixth grade, uh, I stayed the night at my buddy's house, six, maybe seventh or eighth. I don't know, because uh, I smoked at the time and was like hanging out and partying and and, and like vandalizing the neighborhood. Uh, my buddy's parents let us sleep in the backyard in a tent, which was really good if you wanted to sneak out and smoke and act like a maniac all night. That's right. And, uh, the only thing, none of the other parents would let us do this. And the only thing, the only thing that was required is that we go to church with them in the morning. And, uh, it was the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints I had no fucking idea. It's actually probably the third time in my life I ever went to church and I hated it. Um, they had (laughs) us so there is this old game show from mtv called remote control yes oh and uh it was this show about tv and i'm like i love tv i love watching tv shows and and when i was a kid i was like i was just super always very into pop culture when I was a kid. So remote control was like so perfect for me. And uh, I like Colin Quinn. And I just was like, I just fucking, I I love this show. So I get to this Mormon church and they send us to where the kids are, which is, you know, yeah, I don't know. Well, I thought it was, I thought they called it Sunday school, but that's probably too. Yeah. That's like an
2: extension of primary. Yeah. You've got, you've got primary where all the kids, Congregate and have their own little
0: um like singing and shit. Yeah, they but have then like their you, own little break TV. into Sunday school. Yeah. And then yeah. it's like you
2: have like yeah, like breakout sessions.
1: <laughs> so yeah. we we go <laughs> to this place and they have the remote control home game they have the goddamn the fucking game that i've (laughs) always wanted to play my whole life it's the game show and uh all they do is get the remote control clickers out which are how you would click to say like hey you know it's i know the answer to this question all they did was get those out and then we had to play trivia about the book of Mormon. (laughs)
0: you uh, were really good at it,
1: i was extremely humiliated and even remember some of the kids like making fun of me and my buddies for not knowing anything
4: oh and uh, uh
1: that and then they took us into a room where i thought <laughs> this sermon was going to be i thought it was going to be a sermon but it was like just dudes walking on stage and talking and it felt like it went on for so you were probably there on a
0: on a testimony meeting day right like
1: seemed like but it was a sunday so i thought a guy was just gonna go up there and be like hey you know you gotta love jesus and all this stuff and like really give you like the the whole thing but it wasn't that at all There was fucking none of that. It was just dudes from the audience going up and doing (laughs) their material. You were
2: there. Yeah, you were definitely there for a fasting testimony meeting, which is a whole other like part of of dude. It's Mormon Mormon lore.
0: So the first Sunday of every month is Fast Sunday where people, uh, where members of the church are fasting and they don't eat until, you know, it should be 24 hours, I think, but um and on that day is when it's fucking open mic night <laughs> it's just people going up there freestyling.
1: You know what's funny about that, too, is that my buddy told me <laughs> there would be snacks and shit there and there were no snacks. <laughs> now that you say there's fasting, it's like, oh, OK, yeah, <laughs> well, they weren't allowed to eat
0: snacks. You were there on like the most fucked up day you can possibly go to a Mormon church like just randomly. Yeah, it's
2: like a really fucked up Mormon Ramadan. Yeah,
1: it, it reminds me of this This fucking This guy I was friends with uh, All the time growing up His dad had a fucking speedboat Which is just <laughs> Basically a boat His dad had a boat Right <laughs> And he was like We're gonna fucking We'll go tubing if, With my dad's boat Me You My dad And then one of our other friends will go Fucking cruise around in a the boat There's Dudes a really rock. good pizza place At the lake We're gonna get pizza At the pizza place We get out on the boat And the guy didn't bring The fucking tube And so he was just Driving around <laughs> In a boat And he made us wear Life jackets Which I hated And <laughs> Fucking bologna sandwiches. The oh, motherfucker my, packed oh a cooler God. of bologna sandwiches. And it was the fucking worst day of my life. And that's what Mormon <laughs> church was kind of like, where it was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Fucking not even, there wasn't even fucking bologna <laughs> sandwiches. You know what I mean? There was nothing. I thought, because people will tell you, people that love church, We'll tell you like, oh dude, the snacks are fucking top notch, or <laughs> you'll get pizza, or you know, we got all this stuff. And I remember getting there and being like, There's not one snack here. There's no snacks at this Did you church. at least have the
0: sacrament bread?
1: I didn't. No. I don't think they no. I I don't think they did that, but I'm not sure. There were no snacks. I had sacraments. to have
0: done it, but they, they probably told you not to take it since you weren't, you know. That makes sense. I'm not
1: temple worthy.
0: I was fully expecting your speed belt story to go into like something about Mormonism, but it was just about having a shitty day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was was sort of just describing like that feeling that I had at Mormon church. Literally looking
0: forward to something based on some promises, some snacks, an inner tube. Nothing.
1: Yeah, nothing. Fast Sunday, and it
0: was tubeless.
1: Not even a dude Not even a fucking playground And I was probably too old to play on a playground But yeah. shit I would have taken anything That day You <laughs> oh know I was God. dressed like a fucking scumbag Too Cause I was a scumbag <laughs> You know Wait, so like every, How old were
0: you at this point
1: I was probably 13 oh, Maybe no. 12 but by that time I was already like a scumbag I started smoking when I was 12 The first time I did acid I was 12 you know what oh, I mean? Jesus Christ.
0: I'm they say al- that's the prime time to be hitting acid.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm sure you fit in really well with the deacon's quorum. Oh yes.
5: My
1: God. <laughs> the first time I smoked weed, I was 11. You know what I mean? So I was already well on my way to being a piece of shit, scumbag, <laughs> dirtbag. You know
0: what I mean? And like, well, and at that point, at the age of 13, you're kind of past the point of like showing up to church looking like a scumbag being acceptable if you're like a younger kid looking like shit people are like oh it's just like a child here but when you're like a teenager and you show up to church looking like shit it i mean you're in for some judgment
1: wearing some huge fucking jeans probably <laughs> and like some kind of a like t-shirt that says like like maybe a sports team but i doubt it it was like probably best a case band. scenario
0: it was a sports team
1: yes that's the best case scenario because i didn't own any church clothes because my i my dad says he's religious or says he's a methodist but uh um, <laughs> We never went to church growing up at all. Like I've been to church a total of like four times in my life, and that was one of the four times I went to church. And uh, you know, I in 5th grade, I remember sitting at a table and telling everybody at the table hey, I don't believe in God, and them all getting freaked out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, my I say God. that nothing says uh, I'm ready to accept Jesus in my heart like a pair of 38 by 34 Jinkos. <laughs> yes that's right
1: <laughs> that's what it was and i got there i i just remember i mean like i said i just remember the testimony part and just being like oh my god these dudes are fucking whiners you know what i mean <laughs>
0: like oh my god dude even if you're into that shit like those days are insufferable like even people that are bought in if like it, those days are not fun it's days just for fucking anyone.
2: storytelling time i know but the it's best like,
0: is when they bring up a toddler and then tell, like, say into their ear what they should be saying into the microphone. That's it's like, my favorite is like the testimony. I believe in Joseph Smith. I believe in Joseph Smith. Yeah, it's brutal. The testimony
2: template, it. it's the, the best. I love my mom and dad.
3: <laughs> that's I know the Jordan. church is true. <laughs> Yeah, you know, just just hitting the, all the beats you have to just for that one. But the best one on those like fast and test my meetings is when you just get a straight nutcase who goes on there. That is the absolute dude, best. It
0: rules. If you have like the the fucked up dude in your ward who's like, he's into like like the Mormon conspiracy shit, and he starts getting up there like behaving wildly. I loved those days because every ward has. A dude like that, and it and it whips out Yeah, you
3: always have like one guy who thinks he's like Nebuchadnezzar or something like that. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That documentary, yeah, that documentary about the wild Mormons on Netflix. I Wait, fucking loved the, uh, that. The murder among the Mormons yes yeah I, that was crazy god, shit huh bonkers fucking loved that movie it was really so good so much i'm i love mormons i, I not love Dude. them i think they kind of stink like politically or whatever oh absolutely but <laughs> like god damn it's really fascinating
0: yeah it really is and like the three like the three of us um none of us are mormon anymore and like a uh, uh, a lot of people in our situation become like really bitter about the church and can't like laugh about it or joke about it. But like, and, and think if it's funny, or interesting. Um, but I think that's like exactly where we're at and that's all we really think about when it comes to
3: the church at this point. And, um, absolutely. It's fascinating once you're like out of it and you can actually like look at it through like a different set of eyes. You're like, Holy shit.
0: Dude, it's true. It's truly like the most American religion at yes. this point. Yeah. And
1: it's like it's like it has to be odd for you guys because it's like I'm going to digress for one second. Please here. hit it back before Street Fight really hit. Right. I had a picture in my mind of what a su- a person who is successful in the field of entertainment or comedy or radio, like I had a picture in my mind of what their life was like. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would just be like, these fucking guys get up every day and they go to four or five meetings and then... They go off (laughs) to the stand up comedy club and they do comedy and then they go out and they party or they go home to their families, whatever. And then when I, I couldn't like now, when I look back on that, with what I know and sort of my experience, I'm like, how the fuck could you ever believe that's what happens? (laughs) Uh, How could you believe that? Like the only fucking thing you do as a comedian is sit around most of the days and say, hey, wouldn't that be funny if I said this? (laughs) Not a busy life at all, but I had in my mind, it was like a busy fucking life. So I can only imagine that when like you're going to this church, I don't know how many days a week y'all go or whatever like that, but it seems like Mormonism. It's a full time job. Right. A time sink. It seems like.
0: Yeah. Those Depending on what you're calling in the churches because people do all that shit for free. So like like when you were expecting like a sermon, if you were to go to like another church where there's an actual pastor, like that guy's paid. All the Mormons are volunteers like up until like some of like the upper echelon dudes. But yeah, for for casuals like us, it was a two day a week thing. It was Sunday church and then there was like a like a Tuesday or Wednesday thing where it was like a youth get together where you would do like Boy Scouts or um Young, boy
1: scouts yeah dude i'm dude, so glad some- you brought that up the motherfucking dude motherfucking boy scouts the dudes that i grew up with that were mormon were both like well one of them was a boy scout until he was like twenty or whatever. thought it was,
0: like, <laughs> thought was very keep funny. Keep an eye on that guy.
1: Yeah, and the other one that was a boy scout was a boy scout until he was sixteen, and then he got his girlfriend pregnant, and his parents were like, "You're not going to be a boy scout anymore. You're you're not even really a Mormon, but <laughs> You cannot kind of
0: tie, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you can't get your Eagle Scout after you get someone pregnant. I think that's against the yeah. against the rules. Yeah. See so him. like
1: he. Speaking he had this he, he had this baby and his parents his parents are so wild because like you know the funny thing is is he ended up marrying my sister and he's a good buddy of mine. They got divorced oh and everything, but he ended up this guy Jesus. that grew up a Mormon. He was so handsome, guys. He is like a very good looking guy. And Mormons
0: are very pretty people. It's yes. like a it's a thing. It is the land so of he, milk and honey.
1: Yeah. He he did marry my sister and before they got married his dad cornered her at a house and at their house you know what i mean when yeah, they came yeah. to visit and like he cornered her when my buddy was out of the room her 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 fiance was out of the room and he was like i just don't think you can give him what he needs spiritually you know <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that guy was such a freak for that. You know oh what I mean? Dude,
3: that's insane. <laughs>
0: yes, dude. I know. Okay, okay. So I kind of we kind of just shot right into it, but we should probably do at least somewhat of an introduction. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's Brigham Young Money. We're uh, we're here with Brian Quimby of Mur- uh, AKA Murder Brian. He owns a knife, and he's a co-host of uh, Let's. Oh, shit. Fucking like assisted opening knife, huh? Okay.
1: Switchblade, baby.
0: That's right. He's, uh, you might you may know him from Street Fight. Um, you might know him from the POD cast if you're a new metal fan. And you know we have a ton of new metal fans listening to this podcast. Big new metal fans.
3: <laughs> Mainly me In and over
0: as well. That's right. I think it's just you, Jordan, I think at this point. But yeah, um, yeah. so the way this kind of came to be is that you just randomly tweeted out a picture of this incredibly epic film that took place in the Mormon cinematic universe called the Book of Mormon movie, volume one, The Journey. (laughs) The Um, MCU. The
3: the better MCU.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So and unfortunately, I mean, this was called volume one. But I think this is the only volume, right? Like, I don't think
1: I think I I went on. So I spent some time today. Uh, uh, you know you guys made a really nice Outline for me to look At but like and like I looked at it but I've <laughs> never made An outline for any Show That's that I've fine. ever done so I was just kind of like uh, oh, I'll Check it out so uh, uh, I did decide to do a little Bit of uh, looking around For myself and I was on FamousMormons.com. <laughs> Nicely done.
2: <laughs> you got Aaron Eckhart <laughs> Mitt Romney <laughs>
1: um Who was the one I was? Oh, the uh, one of the guys from the New York Dolls. That was a big one. Probably. Really? Oh, shit! Really? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Actually, it was yeah. the guy who played Nephi. Mm-hmm. It was like the guy who was New New York Dolls, wasn't it? What? Oh, really? I what think the so. Because no no, like, no, 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 wait Danby. I'm, I'm thinking of the guy from like Singles Ward. The guy from Singles Ward became one of the oh, New York oh, Dolls. Yeah, that's oh. right. Yeah, 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 Dude, yeah, yeah. Brian, if you're interested, there's like a whole genre
0: of like Mormon mormon movies and more and it was made by a lot of it re- revolves around some of the same people that were involved in like napoleon dynamite because uh he's a mormon dude the guy who made that and actually the guy who made napoleon dynamite is the same one that produced the uh, murder among the mormons oddly yeah um, but there's like a I whole series of mormon movies that are about like that Are way better produced than this movie that we watched. Um, oh, I hate it. I mean, it then. some of them <laughs> are, some of them are just god yeah. awful still. Well, like, there's that Church Ball movie who, um, that one's who horrible. Has fucking, is, Fre- is Fred Willard in Church Ball? Fred Willard's the bishop, yes. Fred Willard is in this more but, movie but also called like Church Gary Ball.
3: Coleman, Clint Howard. Uh, like, well, Gary Coleman lives in Utah, so they just like got him, lived. he's he, dead, man. He did live in Utah sorry oh, fuck rest man. in peace I he's, forgot no, he he's moved bad. on to the next uh phase of the plan of Which salvation kingdom do you think he made it to oh come on Celestial a, he, he, he paid he for a lot he, on earth he, yeah was he Mormon I don't know I think his wife was Gary Coleman damn when did he die like five years, years ago, ago six years ago that's fucked up 2010 dude I, fuck you guys 11, 11 years, years ago Jesus Christ thank you for existential crisis Yeah, so there's like this whole genre of like LDS films. And I I think it mainly came about in like 2000 because of like there was, there's a big independent film sort of like industry in Utah, mainly because of like Sundance. So like more more people's like automatically like, what if we just started making movies? And that's how like Richard Dutcher like made like God's Army and God's Army 2, which are like probably the best. Like that's the high watermark. And then everything else from there is just like nothing but like, remember me remember this remember this thing over here and it just it's horrible
0: just the yo gary coleman was born in zion illinois and died in provo that man was destined to die in utah being born in (laughs) zion illinois jesus (laughs) christ
3: that's rough
1: wow good for him you know it it is funny like i am semi-curious about like god's army or whatever because like if it's better produced but this movie all of the charm of it is that it is maybe i mean people talk about the room and listen the first time you watch the room it's fucking it is like a transcendent experience yeah it really is there's a diminishing returns plus it got too popular for me and i have to just be like i i mean i'm not gonna watch a bad movie over and over and
0: we have to admit to ourselves that the disaster artist the movie wasn't wasn't that great
1: yeah so compared
0: to the novel especially but anyway
1: yeah so like seeing god's army would be like interesting to me i guess like to see the better yeah. version of it but i really dig how bad this movie is oh absolutely and, like, yeah. the, the writing the writing is maybe awesome. some of the worst like it feels like eight different guys wrote this movie and they just like each like one guy was like all right page 1 through 10 all right page 10 through 20 you know what i mean like it <laughs> the, does you like the same people yeah the, the
3: worst thing is most of the dialogue comes directly from the book of mormon so
0: that's also fucked up i was going to say like to their credit they stuck to the text pretty well like i mean oh, too much. for any fans of the original novel who like you know i hate when uh, movies adapt novels you will love this one because they stuck very true to the original text
3: no this is like this the is, leonardo very this dream. is like the leonardo like romeo and Juliet, where they're still doing the same text as the as the actual play wow but no it's it's a oh horrible script because like as like mark twain famously <laughs> said too the book of mormon is just ether in print so like it's just bad <laughs> And Oh, my God. You know what I was going
0: to tell you, Brian, is that um, I, I in high school, I took a financial literacy class that essentially the teacher I had just fucking played Dave Ramsey videos every day for that entire like two semesters <laughs> I had that class. And so I listened to your episode about Dave Ramsey whenever that was. I can't fucking remember. And... Within that episode, David, Dave Ramsey said some like insane shit where he was talking about he he and his wife were catching up on the Bible as if like the new Bible just dropped and the Book of Mormon is probably what he could have been talking about because that was the new Bible dropping is the Book That's of Mormon. Yeah.
1: So first of all, part two of this movie did get made. What? I I did find no it. No way? Yeah. It's called the Book of Mormon volume two Zarahemla or Zarahemla. Oh, Zara Zarahemla. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I might Wait. watch it because I'm really curious at what happens after this movie ends, you know, but
0: I, okay. I know some, some like missionaries you could probably talk to in Columbus. if you <laughs> no, want. No, thank
1: you. I mean, look, I'll tell you what, can I tell you the third thing about, I, I forgot to tell you the third thing I, about Mormons, please. And this is something that truly is near and dear to my heart and I love them for it. So the the big uh uh, concert venue in town it's called the newport music hall it's a 1500 2000 person venue it's where i saw deftones and corn and you know i saw all these fucking bands there i used to see icp there all the time it was just this like it's a legendary venue venue it's i think they say the longest running nightclub in america that's what they say so i can't be sure if that's true uh uh i mean like my dad saw acdc there like it's like just really over time generational yeah. yeah it's like a generational place and uh it was my favorite place to see concerts and there is an lds church on the road right next to it and it's on Ohio State University campus. So there's nowhere to fucking park ever. There are no spots anywhere. But since my buddy grew up Mormon, they would just let him fucking park in the Mormon parking lot. They no would tow way. everybody else. But they were like, oh, Zane of uh, 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 oh Zane, uh, I know your dad. Yeah, go ahead and park <laughs> here. And we could just fucking park there and go to the show. It fucking ruled
0: pull out the mormon card to go see icp on a fucking (laughs) like wednesday night in ohio dude that fucking rules
1: i saw some pretty satanic stuff uh uh, (laughs) while i was parked in the mormon parking lot
0: oh my god
1: that's right And and like fucking smoking weed and underage (laughs) drinking and fucking just every bad thing you could possibly do oh my
0: oh.
3: god famous mormons.net is a fucking weird website
0: it dude, rocks
4: this, doesn't it does it
3: still have Who's like the running thing this? about like steve martin like he might be mormon because he might have wore a ctr ring on like the tonight show or something <laughs> dude <laughs> fucking uh what's his
0: face um ryan gosling grew up mormon i know that there's christina Aguilera. Um, like there's a lot of like, like when you got well go entertainers the first person is Wilfred brimley rest in peace god damn i'll tell
1: you this my favorite thing i saw so far on the uh um uh famous mormons website is brook and bailey lds youtube millionaires <laughs> just oh that's like, no, just gonna make me know. irrationally Brooklyn angry and bailey made- brooklyn and bailey mcknight are identical twins obviously who run their own youtube channel brooklyn and bailey where they post videos about fashion crafts beauty family vlogs and music videos they post a new video every wednesday afternoon uh uh but you know i like that they frame them as uh lds youtube millionaires oh my god
0: Yeah, that's that's quite the fucking descriptor. My God.
1: LDS YouTube millionaires. If I ever start a band, I'm calling it LDS YouTube millionaires. What's what's interesting just
0: hearing you say LDS more than you say Mormon, because like a a chunk of the Mormon church now describes says the word Mormon is like a slur. Like they, they they don't like it. Like they they announced during their like big general conference where they speak to every member of the church to stop calling themselves Mormons but like yeah which is also weird because like eight years ago they did like a big marketing campaign that was called I am a Mormon and they just like had all these people from across the world make videos and now they're like oh yeah it's actually a slur just eight years later but whoops
3: I know it's fucked up it's just bad branding
1: one of the entertainers they have on here is Random Acts a BYU TV series dedicated to random acts of service oh my (laughs) god that's the most mormon thing i've ever heard it's spencer cox
2: the governor of utah just uh, oh baking cookies for like alt-right types Dude, speaking like anti-vaxxers i
1: don't like to be presumptuous but uh i think if you guys spent some time uh going through uh famous you would have a lot of fucking episodes to do <laughs> I mean, because I'm looking through it, and I'm like, God damn! I should do a Mormons mini series. I'm not going. You really should. <laughs> right, we honestly
0: I- don't talk about like Mormons that much. We t- nah. like we've done some, like Utah history stuff. Um, like Jordan here is like been cursed with the knowledge of like all the tyrannical sins of a man named Brigham Young. Where how many like. Native Americans he murdered on the soil that we live on now. Um, We've done some stuff about that and like how racist BYU was during like the civil rights era. But like, we generally don't haven't dug too far into just like, you know, I, Oh, we did, we did eulogize Wilfred Brimley upon his death though. I think that is something we did do.
1: I would spend so much time looking at this stuff. It is, I mean, there's a movie called believe (laughs) <laughs> believe, believe when an unemployed steel worker Adam Pendon joins Believe Industries a multi-level marketing company akin to a pyramid scheme he ropes his no way. Joining, Yeah, and becomes fantastically rich this is a, Dude, a Mormon movie
3: see, see this is the answer to deindustrialization oh just MLMs across the rust belt let's do it <laughs> holy like, shit he,
2: he, he like grew up in Pittsburgh, and then all of a sudden, just like moves to Provo,
3: Utah. That is the oh most exploitative thing I have ever heard <laughs>
1: in my
0: life. We should tell the Trillbillies that everything that they, they could fix all the problems in their area by just introducing some like essential oils or some shit like that. Yeah, that's really <laughs> the answer to deindustrialization. I just need doterra. Midwest. That's all they need. That's right. Tom Sexton,
1: come hang out in Salt Lake for like three weeks. <laughs> oh my God, guys, some- guys. Cooking. I got one. This is great. It's a movie called Outlaw Trail. And it's picking up where Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid left off. This Western adventure imagines what would happen if the heroes of that film miraculously survived their stand against the bull of. Bolivian army fast forward to the 21st century when Roy Parker Butch Cassidy's great nephew finds clues that suggest his uncle in fact lived to bury his fortune now Roy must face his own villains if he (laughs) wants to recover the family treasure I don't know how this is about Mormons but then then maybe I thought it was gonna be like Butch Cassidy converted
0: to Mormonism and like left behind his life of like well that's the thing Butch Cassidy was Mormon Oh, that's right, dude! I forgot about that.
1: There you go. That's why they met ma- Sons of Provo. Uh, uh, Sons of Provo
0: is a boy band, like satirical boy band show. That's honestly kind of funny. Oh, wow, really? Man. That's part of like that Church Ball universe. They made they want they made one called Singles Ward because another Mormon thing is that they have wards dedicated to just people who are single, like eighteen and up, and yeah. Uh, And which is like a it's a it's a dark place often. And they made a movie about that. So there's like I mean that there's like a genre of Mormon films where they were like essentially satirizing the Mormon experience, but from like a good natured place um, for other
1: Mormons. Have you guys seen American Mormon uh, subtitled? People say the darndest things about Mormons. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Was like, is it hosted
1: by like? Did, did oh, Bill Cosby fucking God. Uh,
3: convert to Mormonism the- while in the can? And like, I do remember Bill Cosby did come to Utah one time to like proclaim this the Jello State. And there's like a nice Fantastic. picture of him with like Governor Olene <laughs> <laughs> Walker. I'm like,
0: ooh. I just found the the album art or the cover for this fucking movie that American Mormon people say the darnest <laughs> things. And this is something I never want to see ever again.
1: This is something I want to watch this movie so bad.
0: Dude, this shit's hard to find. Well, it's only, you can get it used on Amazon for two bucks. So I'm
1: buying it. I will buy this fucking movie just so I can watch these guys. Because it's. Resolution
0: you know- fucking 480i. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love, love the early 2000s. Okay, so this guy like that I like- did watch. Fantastic. Greg, what were you going to say? Sorry. I was just
2: going to say like 480i. That's like like dial-up porn. Bro, we,
0: this quality. movie we fucking watched looked like it. I, I don't even know how you make a movie that looks as bad as the movie that we just watched. But
3: Yeah, some guy anyway. camcordered this in like the one theater that actually showed this movie.
0: It looks so. It looks so bad, dude. It's a goddamn like rip from like you said in the movie theater. But that that uh, disclaimer in the beginning, it said the story you're about to see is based on actual events which occurred in the Book of Mormon, which is a funny sentence. <laughs> 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 it's based on actual events that which occurred in the Book of Mormon because events depicted because the events depicted span a great period of time. Certain creative liberties have been taken in order to make this film. Viewers familiar with the Book of Mormon will find that many events could not be included. However, the exact and complete account can be be found in the record itself, the Book of Mormon.
3: We need an actual – we need this disclaimer in the actual Book of Mormon. They, they they couldn't find enough space for most of the events, but somehow the boat orgy made it. I don't know how.
0: <laughs> Joseph Smith, it, he writes the disclaimer. It's like, because the events were depicted and translated to me through some seer stones, certain creative liberties have been taken. Oh, my God. I love oh. it. Okay. So the movie starts out where we see Joseph Smith, who is, of course, the – um, unspoken hero of this story who's only in the beginning and the very end, but he's visited by,
3: uh, by angel Moroni, a very white man. An angel incredibly Moroni. like realistic angel too. Who's certainly not just standing in a box. They just took out in post. Definitely.
2: he looks like does. Ashley Schaefer in Eastbound and Down. <laughs> he really does. <laughs>
1: that, are, you mean Nephi? Oh, no, you're talking about at the beginning. I'm talking about the Angel
2: Moroni. You'll learn about this in like
3: volume five or six. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I mean, okay. so he tells Joseph Smith where he can find the plates. Of course, this is the story of Joseph Smith finding the golden plates that were buried out in the forest near Palmyra, New York. And during the, um, you know, the turn of where all these people were making up new religions at the time and. This is where he found the plates to be a companion to the Bible. And the book is named after Moroni's father, who is Mormon, Mormon himself. And then we get to the real meat of the story is we see what's contained within the Book of Mormon. And this is where we meet Nephi. And I, I as, as I was watching this, I didn't realize – I mean – this is honestly a pretty good summation of like the foundation of the of the religion. So many pieces of like the modern religion refer to things that took place. In where that that are written about in this book and that are depicted in this movie, so I think Brian, you really did get a bit of a nice crash course into uh, the foundation of what everyone believes here, which I'm assuming was probably pretty shocking for you.
1: Fucking Nephi, by the way, is 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 a buff dude, man. They dude. really <laughs> he's like jacked. a guy that's like jacked and like tough looking, and sh- it was very funny to see him because it was like. I don't think guys looked like this back then. <laughs> no, they did not have weight training
3: programs back yeah. then.
5: Yeah.
2: Like,
3: he looks like every single BYU
2: tight end, like, mashed into one person. Dude, he
0: really does. Dude, yeah. That fucking jaw of his, too. He's looking nice. So, Nephi. The fucking fi- neck,
1: the yeah, neck so- guys. That neck is fucking something. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> so, and oh, man, the outfits they were wearing in this, too, just really showed off those. <laughs> biceps of his dude just cut right above the bicep it was very nice so we we learn about this family which is of course is nephi's family his father is lehi who's this prophet who can't stop you know telling the town jerusalem is where they live can't stop telling them all about how about his doomsday prophecies and about how essentially if they don't all collectively repent for all of their sins which what are their sins i i I honestly don't know
1: I I'll say this like it is very fucking it, it's like I would hate that guy too. If there was some <laughs> you know, fucking guy standing around screaming at people all the time about how they're going to wipe away the city, I mean nobody likes that person. Mormons hitching their wagon to that guy seems crazy as shit to me. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that, honestly,
1: I mean, yeah, he probably honestly. seems like one
3: of the people from like a fast and testimony meeting who goes up there and like starts spouting off like post apocalyptic things. Seriously,
0: and telling people, calling people to repentance—that was a thing that happened when I was a kid. A dude in my ward—I remember being super young. This this dude like that no one really liked got up on stage or whatever to the pulpit and started telling people that they needed to repent. And so this is like a very common theme throughout the entire Book of Mormon, but this is obviously <clears throat> the most prominent example. So lehi is like telling everyone you know hey you guys got to repent or else you're all gonna die and nephi's like yeah listen to my dad and then he gets fucking jumped by these two dudes who are like tell your dad to shut the fuck up because he's annoying everyone in the city <laughs> and then nephi's two brothers layman and lemuel who these names are actually really important uh weirdly so Lehman and lemuel are like only we can kick our brother's ass, like not you fucking dudes on the street with knives. So Layman and Lemuel also a bit jacked come and take care of these guys
3: and because they, they roll hard for their family at this point in the story. Can we talk about yeah. like how horrible like the dialogue is? I'm not talking like the actual dialogue. We already know that's horrible. Okay. But just like yeah. the sounds on this movie. I've never heard an American filmed movie sound like it was dubbed over before. It was so yeah. tough. It was so tough.
0: I mean it's like an old batman cartoon like zoom yeah bow, it, it really can't be overstated wow. how like shitty this movie looks and
3: sounds and feels to watch like but, you said that's part of the charm um, like if this was like a perfectly like rendered right. movie
1: it would suck so much more right it looks like something that like somebody filmed in their I mean, in their backyard, basically, or like, I'll bet you they didn't get the locations for they like, oh. didn't legally get the permits and the locations. They, were, they were quite
0: literally just like in the middle of the central Utah desert for the vast uh, yeah. majority of this movie. And you can yeah. play was very defined features where I was like, oh, yeah, that's on the drive to, to Moab. You can see like, oh, cool. I can see where they're wandering through the desert or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, yeah they Green were big, I, awesome. Yeah. Exactly.
1: I mean, it's beautiful. I'll say this. It's like, it it looks very beautiful, you know, but like.
0: But but they keep calling it a godforsaken land or whatever. And it's like, hey, man, if you're like, I can see a golf course like way off in the background there. I promise. like, (laughs) It's actually not that bad right there. Um, Yeah, it's 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 a whole thing. But yeah, so they're just out there in the middle of middle of the Utah desert pretending that they're in Jerusalem. Um, And. It turns out that the king of Jerusalem at this time, which is King Laban, um, who we see later looking like a, like I think Greg described described him as looking like a Game of Thrones extra with that fucking chest plate he was wearing. Yes. It just looked yes. like <laughs> pure shit. See, that's <laughs> so the thing. Bad.
1: Me and Brett are making a TV show right now, right? And it's like if somebody, if 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 Nick walked up to us and they handed me these costumes, I'd be like, "We're just gonna wear our regular clothes. <laughs> it's not worth it." <laughs> you know, yes. I'm not doing because you you gotta feel like a dipshit, but it's like very very obviously guys that went to church with yeah. this. Dude, you know what I mean? Because none yeah, yeah. of them, it's it's incredible because like none of them can act, you know. know? It's so like bad. Not it's a so si- bad. he didn't find a single fucking person that could <laughs> deliver a line to do this show. But I will say this to get back to uh was it Lemuel and uh, uh Layman and bro- Lemuel? Layman and Lemuel, those guys seem like they're having a fucking hell of a time <laughs> you know like they seem like they're having the best time making this movie the, they the, really do it. yeah it's weird. it's awesome
0: <laughs> yeah there's like yeah it's you can see it on their faces throughout this whole thing And some um, some seem embarrassed some are just stoked to be like you know, hanging out in the desert wearing like loincloths and shit. But um, yeah, I mean, they get
1: to play the heels. It probably really was fun. But I I mean, also, they get to play the two dumbest men that I've ever seen depicted in the film. (laughs) This is,
0: it could literally be called Book of Mormon Volume 1. Keep fucking around and finding out over and over and over and over and over over again. They just keep doing this shit.
1: All I could think was like, man, if I had fucking money to make a movie, it would be the Layman and Lemuel story. I would do. I would fucking. It's so good. Yeah, they are so. I, I gotta say, they are what kept me into this, man. Dude, they they're are honestly so funny. They're. So, <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like, incredible. <laughs> yeah dude it like reminded me of that like a uh, jack black and like michael Sarah movie that they made that was like them in like oh I yeah like year zero. supposed to be
1: oh year one yeah year, year one yeah, yeah.
0: year one or whatever yeah year one they were like year one characters i just loved it no, it, it was, was so good
3: say, it was great like how many times do you have to have proof of god do you have to like keep forgetting before you're like <laughs> okay oh yeah that's why we're doing this okay let's go <laughs> Okay. I, yeah, that's right. My thesis
2: is that Layman and Lemuel are the original Don Jr. and Eric.
0: I liked that, dude. They're just complete dumbasses. It was so just the good. Stupidest people alive. I know it. Rules. There's never,
1: there's never, and I love them also because they're yes. so fucking confident. You know what I mean? Like my favorite characters in the world. Like you'll know this when you watch. If you watch the Street Fight TV show, you yeah, will definitely know what my. You kind of buried the lead on
0: that one. I didn't know that was a thing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We're filming it in June. It'll be out on means sometime. Uh, uh, you know, end of the year or something. But yeah, if yeah. you watch that show and you watch the sketches, you will be like, "Does all Brian, Brian and Brett really only know how to draw very make very confident stupid people? Like that is it? Because that's what we love. We love it's the best. Yeah, because that's what they are. They're like so fucking confident, and 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 like." The other funny thing is they're Weasley, too. They're not like big like Nephi, but they come and save Nephi's ass at the beginning. And it's like, Nephi, why didn't you whip that guy's ass? Oh,
0: I know. Dude, yeah, he easily could have taken both of them on, but he had to let his brothers come and save the day. I mean, he um, does a
1: great wrestling move later in the movie. He like, really does. It's a really funny oh, like, it's so sick. Just is like, what?
3: Yeah. It's so, so good. Speaking so, of stupid and confident um, people, like I think Lehigh kind of falls in that category too, just because like dude, between like his fifteen his trips back so to Jerusalem and this. back. Oh, okay. I have some comments about him later. Also,
0: the guy who played Laban was a man named Michael Flynn, which I thought was I was <laughs> um, So anyway, they uh, these guys are mad. You know, Laban and Lemuel come and save Nephi from these guys who want to kill them, and then it turns out that the family has to leave because. Jerusalem is going to be destroyed, and if they stick around, they're either going to be killed by Laban, the king, who's just mad at him, yelling at the townspeople constantly, or are going to be destroyed. Um, Do they say how Jerusalem is going to be destroyed? And also, does Jerusalem get destroyed in the Book
3: of Mormon? I can't remember. Um... Based off of history, I think it's just because they think the Babylonians are gonna come in and smash everything up. Like that's literally around like okay, the same time period. It. But other than that, yep. not really, because Jerusalem's still there. Yeah. So uh
0: they so never got around. They all,
1: to it.
3: yeah. So
0: they all leave and um or they're getting ready to leave and lehi continues to offer side quests to all the characters in this video game and um they're like they're saying we got to go and layman and lemuel are like what the fuck why are we leaving jerusalem that's ridiculous to go s- sit in the desert which is a pretty good point and um and so it's Laman and lemuel nephi and then his brother named sam who is on his side who's kind of just another npc who just walks around doesn't really do too much and um, they're all like – and Laman and Lemuel come to the conclusion. They're like, we'll just fucking go out of the city. It's fine. Dad's old as shit. He'll change his mind soon anyway. There's no way he, we can live out in the desert. So they're like, we'll just do this and that's fine. So they go out in the desert. And then this is when some of the visions start kicking in for for Nephi in particular, but Lehi as well. Um, but they really – this is when we learn about how the reason that they're going out in the desert into a, is, is to escape to the promised land. And, uh, this land is a land of choice as well. And this is where we also hear the first reference to what is called a curse. And that's also really important later because, um, to actual can Mormon canon, uh, that curse, uh, It's pretty, pretty fucked up. But anyway, we'll get to it. And it's really
3: bad. Let's just uh, put it that way.
0: So they're out. This whole family's out in the middle of the fucking desert. And Lehi is like, hey, I know we just have been like hiking out in the middle of nowhere for days. But you guys have to go back because I totally spaced it. But also God told me that you have to get the brass plates from Laban, the king. And they're like, we like slight oversight. Yeah. It's like we literally we're not going
1: back. That's what I'm saying about the fucking here. That is exactly what I'm saying about. It seems like different people wrote the movie. In Dude, that's chunks. in the Book
0: of Mormon. That's
1: literally in the Book of Mormon, though. I mean, like, how could he forget that? Like, well, in I the don't Book understand of how he could forget. What a horrible idiot this guy is. <laughs>
5: I mean, let
2: him I, know he has a fucking job.
0: He yeah. has a bit of a queen, and we'll see him later on. But yeah, he. Uh, so he sent he sends his sons back, and they're like how the fuck are we going to get these brass plates from, from the King? Like he wants to kill us. If he sees us, he'll kill us. And so, um, you know, so they do attempt to go. And at first, um, they like play some like little fucking game to determine who's gonna go and ask Laban nicely for the plates. And it turns out that, uh, Layman, the eldest brother, the baddie, he, he draws the short stick. So he goes and he's just like, yo, um, Uh, my name's layman Uh, my dad's Lehi. can we have the plates and he's like what the fuck no like you're going to prison now dude (laughs) like absolutely not that's that's definitely not happening yeah um oh also we get man i don't know if you sang primary songs when you were there that one day but there's this one primary song that's like about, I will go and do the things the Lord commands, and I know the Lord will find a way he wants me to obey. It's about, it's a it's all based on this fucking thing where Nephi says this line over and over again, where he keeps saying, Father, I will do what the Lord commands of me, for I know the Lord will not ask me to do dumb shit if he didn't think that there was a way for me to do this. So, yeah, that, that
2: comes up. I mean, up Nephi, are we really going to knock <laughs> Nephi for having a, uh, a growth mindset <laughs>
1: yes. Here is also where Lemuel and and Layman just being like, you know what? Fuck you, man. I'm not going back there. Like, yeah. why would I go back there? They're going to, f- I mean, what do you want me to take on the the king and his whole army? I think they even say that. What do you want us to take yeah. them on? What are we yeah. supposed to fucking go What are you logical. talking
2: about? Yeah. Yeah. They just tried to fucking
1: kill me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is when they're
1: smart. So Yeah, this
0: is when they're smart. So Laban is like, sorry, dude, you're being sentenced to death now because I was going to kill you when you were here two days ago. Now you're back. So now I'm going to kill you again. And um, yeah, so does he escape or is he still in captivity? I can't remember at this point. I think he escapes. Um, I don't know. It it skips uh, around a lot. It's confusing. (laughs) But anyway, so... They, (laughs) they make a second attempt at this. Jordan, walk us through this part because I got fucking confused watching what was going on here. Um, I can't fucking remember. Did they
3: just go make a run at it really quick and just say? I think they do. Like it's the it's the dumbest thing too. It's like it it almost feels like they had to have like three acts here. All right, we're gonna go the first time and ask. No good. All right, we're gonna go the second time and like try and just like make a run and see if we can grab them really quick and run.
0: Well. Yeah, so they go and they try to buy him, right? And they cover their faces and they're like, what up? And then he's like, show your your faces. And they're like, fuck, that was, all right, hello, Uh, it's us again. He's like, what up? Okay, now all of you are going to die too. And then he takes their money and then like Nephi gets his ass ass kicked. But then an angel appears again. And this time, and so this is like the first time where Laman and Lemuel get to really see the magic in action. Where the angel shows up, saves the day a bit. And, uh, and you know, says that the Lord will actually, uh, deliver Laban Mm -hmm. to you guys. Like, don't even stress about it. So they're like, okay, let's try again.
2: Where were you two to go back again?
0: I know. Yeah. They wanted, they wanted them to get sent. God wanted them to get sentenced to death first. So they go back again and this time they're all like drunk as fuck. They're all turned up and Laban's just like asleep or whatever. And uh they steal a uniform. The dialogue on that, by the way, is precious. That's when
3: you know like a movie is made by Mormons because, like, did you see Laban? He got so drunk. I know it it felt like a fifth grade presentation from a Dare class.
5: Dude, it was this
0: is a Dare officer ass movie, dude. The way they talk about like girls dancing or like uh guys drinking or whatever. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, uh, that's right. So um so nephi so laban's unconscious and then nephi is like right up right up in his face and this angel appears and he's like kill him you dumb motherfucker like we delivered him for you you must kill him now and he's like no i'm like not gonna kill him and this angel keeps telling him slay him slay him nephi please god please slay slay this this large man who's who's asleep and he's like fine and he basically does that like uh do you remember that tweet that was like uh me when i have to kill tony hawk during the race war and it's just like the crime <laughs> yeah it's, it's Wesley Snipes new jack city,
3: city which is tears going down exactly yeah, it's was, the wesley snipes like it's it's that scene that and he has so to kill like Laban's not waking up for a few hours he's not gonna care like what are, why do you gotta chop a guy's head off he was just he was just like he's just drunk like just let him i know You're, i know i just my it's favorite part up. of that
2: movie is, like, the biggest commandment of all time is, like, thou shalt not kill. And then, like, in this one instant, God is telling Nephi, it's like, no, no, you can have a little okay. murder. Yeah, as you gotta kill this
1: guy, you know? You have to it, fucking kill him. Look, you're not going to yeah. get out of this unless you kill this guy. And you know what? That's as good a reason as any to kill somebody. But the angel the says that one line blood. in particular.
0: That's right. But he says it's better. it's better that one man should perish than, like fucking like a nation dwindle in unbelief or whatever
3: he he says like that was the justification for killing around the same time this movie came out though uh, byu was having a really horrible football season so they had shirts that said fire croden because that was the name of the coach at the time and on the back of the shirts they had that same quote are you serious yes (laughs) no fucking way to fire their coach they
0: had the one man should perish then like the the whole nation then, like, like fall nation into dwindle.
3: the Walderman or whatever. Oh
0: <laughs> my god! That's a good no point. way! A good point though. You
1: can use that for several different reasons. You know?
0: Wow, that's awesome. Good for them.
1: So when I quit
2: my
0: job. That's exactly the quote I'm giving in my exit interview. Yeah, <laughs> it's better than one. That that yeah, that whips ass. So okay, so they kill Laban, and as they're escaping, as Nephi is escaping with the plates, this guard gets him, and he's like. He confronts him and then Nephi being like the the jacked king he is, takes the guard by the neck with a, like a knife to his throat and he's like, hello, sir. You can covenant your life to me or you can die here right now or I can kill you too. I know I just cried about killing the king who wanted to kill me, but I swear to God, I will end your shit right now. I got and a taste like, for okay. it now. Hey, but what's the – in the book of Mormon, does it like, do they say you can covenant with me often? Is that like a book of Mormon thing? I've never heard that anywhere else. Yeah. When they say you can covenant with me, I didn't know. What the fuck does that mean? You can covenant with me.
3: They weren't really good on tense. Any. Yeah. At any point. I did not like that line, but anyway,
0: so he escapes and they go back uh, out to the desert with, with, with their father and Lehi begins translating the plates. Um, And then Lehi again is like, "Okay, sorry, guys, I had another vision from God and you have to go back to Jerusalem for like one more time again. Sorry. And it's because uh, we need some we need some women up in this place. We need we need some ladies. We need we need some baby. We need some baby making taking place. Me, your dad telling you that you need to. Find some ladies to to fuck, unfortunately. Honestly, Honestly,
1: my dad didn't find me a a wife. I had to go find (laughs) it on my own. Yeah,
0: he didn't send you back to the back to the original promised land in order to uh, in order to to secure some some ovens to bake some baby breads
3: in. And um, everyone was really excited about that, too, by the way.
0: Right, a
1: little too, like, a little yeah. too winky at the thing, like, where it's like, <laughs> we're gonna get the fuck soon. That's, like, the only thing I got out of it. And I always have this prejudice against like, that the, wait for marriage thing where it's oh, like, definitely a how come thing. Everybody who's waiting for marriage gets married when they're 19. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> or 18 as, even. As someone who Brian, had, welcome to, welcome to Utah. Dude,
0: as someone who just had their like 23 year old sister get married in the temple over the weekend. Yeah, like I'm uh yeah.
1: Yeah, very young people want to have sex, so they will do fucking anything.
0: They will get married at the the tail end of a pandemic before (laughs) everyone has had the chance to get vaccinated because they can't wait till fall. I mean,
1: if I hadn't had sex when I was, you know, 17 and a half. (laughs) Oh, sorry. uh, Yeah, that was definitely not No, I had it when I was 16. There you go. Uh, the first time. But uh, when I was 17 and a half, if I had still not had sex, <laughs> I would have found a wife immediately. I, would have <laughs> been, I wonder, I wonder
0: would have how many been, people have
1: going to marry me, dude.
0: Yeah. I wonder how many people who have have done acid and started smoking cigarette chain, smoking cigarettes that many years before losing their virginity. I
1: think you might be in a small group there. That might be a small group of people, but it was uh, uh, a choice group of people, though. Yeah, a very cool group of people. I mean, because it was easier to get drugs than have sex. (laughs) That
0: was was like the complete opposite of what was going on here for me when I was a teenager. But yeah,
2: plethora of pussy, but like absolutely. If if you would have asked me,
0: I mean. I I know you guys were just talking about this on Street Fight, talking about how like, you know, Brett's an LSD acid guy or whatever now. But like talking about like all the scaremongering that took place of like, you know, kids just being offered acid or LSD on a goddamn like sticker or tattoo or whatever, as if as if these grown men were trying to get. Like 10 year olds addicted to acid because they had so much money to buy more drugs with. Like after that, it was
1: absurd. Honestly, the stupidest drug to try to get people addicted to because one, (laughs) it's not addictive, two, it costs $5. and it lasts eight hours so you have a really good chance of the kids parents catching them and then kids yeah. narc, you know what i mean yeah but luckily, awful decision my buddy's sister was 16 and she didn't mind giving 12 year olds drugs <laughs> so just buy acid off of her and fucking be like hey mom and dad went to fucking work let's trip don't think, yeah, but she wasn't trying to invest
0: in some future clientele. I don't think giving you five dollar acid tabs.
1: Well, when I was like ten or eleven, or no, I would have had to have been eleven. She drove Bro. by. She drove by when I was eleven, and uh, all my friends were standing outside, and they handed a roach out the door of the car and we all ran to the park to hit it and then like three or four people got to hit it and I was supposed to get it next and it was all out so I like cried and went home like i was <laughs> still like so immature but I also wanted weed you know what I mean <laughs> oh my god <laughs> So immature that I cried when I didn't get my way, but mature enough. But the way to try it was getting, weed. getting marijuana. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, I've so, wanted to get so like high you. before I've cried. So I feel like I can really sympathize <laughs> with this.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, I'm just, I, I mean, that's, that's like the thing about like, that's why when I say, oh, I went to Mormon church when I was like 12 or 13, it's like I, you know, I, I might as well gone now. I was just as open minded <laughs> to it as I would be now at that time. You know, I was already yeah, yeah up. Oh
0: my God. Yeah. Okay. So just like a fresh young Brian at the age of 11, these grown ass men were so stoked to get, get their wives back in Jerusalem. So they were even down to make the trek back into the city to secure some.
1: Yeah. yeah. This is the third time, too. You know, those guys were pinching their pee pees while they were fucking like, <laughs> yeah. traveling the whole you way, know? just like kind of grabbing in there, like, oh, finally, you're going to fucking be on.
0: Well, I mean, so they're all like so hyped. Even Nephi is like pretty hyped, and then he tries to like dial himself back down by saying, okay, uh, thanks for the tip, Father. Uh, but the Lord would give no commandment. He tries to give the exact same spiel again, and Lehi's like, Dude, shut the fuck up! Like I'm trying to tell you to go get laid, man. Like that's I'm I'm sorry. Like just please go do this. So honestly,
2: though, I'm just stoked that there's finally a trilogy where the third movie's the best act. <laughs> like, Dude, it This really is the is. polar opposite of the Godfather series. True, I know,
0: it, it's incredible. But I don't
1: know if you guys know of my very insanely uh, what's the word? Controversial opinion that the third Star Wars is the best one. Revenge of the Sith. Like okay. that's my favorite one. So
0: that's that's an interesting take. And also, there is a non-insignificant amount of people of Mormons who think that Star Wars was based on the Mormon religion. I, I uh, would believe that. that as well. Yeah, I, I think I we, we get that. a taste of that with uh one scene that comes up towards the end of this movie. But um,
3: yeah, Nephi goes to the Palpatine. Yeah,
0: I mean Nephi's really in there <laughs> talking to that guard. He's like. You know, like this, we're not the bad people that you're looking for. He's basically casting four spells on them anyway. So whatever. You'll give um, me the place. So... They go get the – that's right. They go get the women and they bring them back to the desert.
3: Um, Can we talk about like – one one thing that like drove me crazy about this too is like you had all these actresses and actors together now because this is the whole traveling camp. And all yeah. of them are Wasp or Northern European or Scandinavian and they're, they're all – They're very just, fucking white looking. Yeah, yeah, and they just try and like – like the casting director is like, okay – I need all of you to go hit tanning beds. I need all of you to dye your hair brown. I need all (laughs) of you. They looked Yeah, dude. They seriously looked like spray tanned white people. Like I've I've
0: I went to high school dances, I know what they look like. (laughs)
1: nephi's <laughs> chick was kind of hot with it though she was Dude, uh, the women were
0: good looking i yeah, in I, no way were they like everyone in this everyone was looking very hot in this I, yeah Not i didn't
1: understand it. that either like i guess like they just went and found the hottest mormon girls in the school it's like nephi wouldn't be with a four <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
3: this, this was also like 2003 so this was definitely like the time period of like the the brown contact lenses and like this yeah, was yeah, the yeah. whole nine for it too it was Especially like, cause, yep. Yeah, because no one in like Utah wanted to be blonde at that point for some weird reason. I don't know. So it fit that like it fit that like criteria so well. It was very nice. It looked like an early episode of keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah, yeah. it looked
0: great. They looked they looked amazing. Um, so they're they're back in the desert again, this time with the with the girls, and you know, Layman and Lemuel start to get pissed at Nephi again because they're like all right, our dad hasn't gotten sick of being in the desert yet. Like, this is super shitty, and we're all just going to die here. So, let's just kick the shit out of Nephi because he's <laughs> the uh, – because he wants us out here, and he's just being annoying. So, they tie him up, and they leave him out in the middle of, like, nowhere. And Nephi's just laying there, like, yelling for help or whatever. And then – He he's just like laying there and then after a while he's just like he like channels the the force to like break free of the bonds that are like around his around his wrists and he breaks out and then he goes and finds his brothers and he's like sub fuckers like I'm back. And they're all like, who, who let him free? Who, who did this? Who did this? And they're like, oh my God, apparently he did some more of his magic shit. And, uh, and then they're like, okay, well now we have to kill this dude because tying him up certainly isn't doing the trick. He keeps getting being, he keeps being freed by like white angel men. And, uh, I think the only way we can really take care of the situation is to kill him. Like, Which honestly, pretty logical uh, thing. Despite the fact that they've now seen one angel, and their brother has been freed uh, at least once, and they've had all these other like godlike interventions, they're uh, they're they're dead set on uh, killing this motherfucker. Which I mean, respect. They're obviously I, committed to it.
1: I can't complain. I like movies where they kill people. You know, That's me too. I'm, what on, I want. I'm out for blood. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: what I want. <laughs> We never got a this is 300 moment, and that fucks with me. I know. It's really too bad. So, yeah, they. Wait,
1: uh, uh, did you guys mention what God looks like in this movie, by the way? He looks like fucking uh, off brand Andy Warhol.
0: Hell yeah. He <laughs> like kind of
1: popped up and he looks like a fucking, like, he looks like if Andy Warhol had become Mormon. You know, that's
3: that is the Mormon god. <laughs> you know, so. if Andy Warhol would have kept I living
1: mean, it, that probably
3: would have happened at some point. Just just for, for sure. the just for the act.
1: It just you, you know you make Nephi look like fucking I don't I, I don't want to say like like the Rock because he doesn't look like that he's like a mid card wrestler or low <laughs> low to mid card wrestler you know but but he's you know, like a
0: wrestler because of how hot he is like they needed to get him into the league for for views so they uh, they got this super hot jacked guy
1: yeah but then like you make God look like 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 I said, Andy fucking Warhol. Yeah, he was was not
3: created in his image. No, like for some reason, I guess all the angels in heaven must just be based on powder or
1: something. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i just would have made god fucking like i would have went and got a guy to play god that was bigger than fucking nephi you know what i mean it would have been yeah, he's got to look like ariel's fun. father
0: in yeah little, little mermaid there's no yeah. creatine in the celestial kingdom only in the, only in the third tier
1: i guess once you find out that he has powers i guess yeah. he doesn't have to be but you know
0: that's right yeah so Um, Lehi's really fucking pissed that Laman and Lemuel, like that just keeps happening. They keep, they keep wanting to kill Nephi and then Nephi, like, you know, foils their plans each time. And then Lehi's like, God damn it. Stop trying to kill my other kid. Like this is getting annoying. And then Nephi meets his wife who has already been around. So I don't really know why it took him a minute to meet her, but anyway, so they just have this, just the worst conversation ever. And they kiss and really uh, solidify their love, and that you know they're going to the the promised land together, and that's that that's their commitment to each other. Awful kiss, uh, by
3: the way, like no chemistry whatsoever. And that yeah, one, too. he's like, like,
0: "What do you believe in?" And it, she's
3: like, "It was like a long pack." It's like like that's only like a second longer than like how you would kiss your grandma or something it was weird i know <laughs> not allowed to
1: french I, yet there so. are families
3: who kiss each other on the lips that are like more passionate than that like
0: i've seen, like, <laughs> tom I've Br- seen <laughs> weird shit like tom that's some that's some it was like, like tom brady ass kiss it really was so this is this is this next part Lehi has this very this very vivid vision. He calls it a dream at first, but it's really a vision what he ends up saying. And this is incredibly foundational to the Mormon religion as well. But so he describes seeing this tree that has this white fruit on it and he is able to eat this incredibly white fruit. They very emphasize, emphasize how white this fruit is. And some of his family members are able to eat this fruit with him and it's just the best thing ever. And he's so stoked, but Layman and Lemuel, his two, two, his uh, two bad, bad sons, the bad boys, they won't come eat the fruit. And, lehi has his whole family sitting down and he's telling them this vision and he's like telling like just calls out layman or excuse me yeah layman and lemuel right in front of everyone he's like yeah they wouldn't eat the fruit it means you guys have to repent so and they're like what the fuck like why would you say that <laughs> like that's that's rude <laughs> and then um also right after this there's this very narrow path and then there's this rod upon the path that his family, the good ones, are walking on, holding on to the iron rod. This that's, is uh, the, very Mormon.
1: The fruit. Why is the fruit white? Did, did you guys explain why the fruit's White's white? Good, because
3: yeah. white is good and white ah, is black. Sure, I I mean, and, okay. Sure, it and looks yeah, like sure. they were biting into very ripe onions, but
1: you know, yeah, <laughs> I would have made it like bananas. I just yeah. would, but I guess those look peachy. Too phallic.
0: Can't do it. <laughs> that's <laughs> too phallic. Yeah, that's right. Um, And then very importantly, though, like not on the iron rod on this narrow path, there's this great and spacious building, which really just looks like an L.A. TikTok hype house, to be honest. And there's all these people just incredibly stoked to be on this uh, building. And they're making fun of the losers who are on the iron rod, like walking around eating white fruit. And they're like, yo, we're in this big ass building. You guys suck. Cause you're way down there. I don't really know that they, they always talk about these great sins that people have, but the only one they talk about is pride. Like Nephi calls his brothers out for being prideful, but like, I don't know what other sins they're talking about other than like when the girls later are like wearing, uh, like just a sh- like a tank top and like low cut skirts or whatever, low rise skirts. Like I, those are the only two sins I'm aware of in this universe, but. Anyway, so uh, Laman and Lemuel, I think, were part of the Great and Spacious Building. And um, yeah. And then Nephi has his own vision. And uh, he or he's visited by an angel who explains the vision to him. And of course, the tree represents God's love. The rod of iron represents the word of God. And the building, the Great and Spacious Hype House, is the pride and the downfall of men because they're – in a big building which is bad um
3: and i sorry this is like every stupid like dream book that's ever been existed too it's like well you know if you if you see like a two in your dream or something that means that it, it, it's it's just dumb but also there's a painting of this in like every ward house on like the planet too and i have yeah. no idea why
0: yep <sighs> hold yeah, to the rod though boys
3: yeah
0: yeah, so in, in in this vision also we see we see Jesus being cr- who is crucified and then resurrected. Yeah, and then looks uh, like Lars Ulrich dresses Jesus too, which is wonderful.
2: <laughs> like a heavily bearded Lars Lars Ulrich.
0: <laughs> it honestly, yeah, it 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 whips ass. But then and then you see, uh, we see Jesus in the Promised Lands with Nephi's people, which becomes really important when we talk about. The uh, current ramifications of what takes place in the story. But he also sees pilgrims living in America, uh, which is pretty tight. Everyone loves pilgrims. And um, he's also commanded to share like their stories, which is what ends up becoming the Book of Mormon.
3: I I don't get it too, because like pilgrims weren't the first like Europeans to come to America anyway. Like I know what they were getting at too. (laughs) It's like we're settling North America, but still just – I don't know. It makes no sense whatsoever from like a historical context, but I don't think we're trying to read that too well, much. Well, I mean,
0: it like it, it's like seriously is the most American religion and Mormons think that without the founding of America there could have been no Mormon religion because there's no, there would have been no country that would have been able to like have the fertile ground metaphorically speaking to be able to like foster a religion like this. Like that's something I was told many times as a kid. And that's why there's like such a fetishization around like the founding fathers in the Mormon church too, because and like how a lot of them think that Abraham Lincoln was influenced by the book of Mormon at some point in in his life when it was very likely like more to be like Karl Marx or someone like that. But like, it's, it's, it's like super interesting. There's like where they genuinely believe that like without America, there could be no, no, Um, That was in in America equals the restoration of the gospel, which is without those without America, there is no restoration. Yeah. Which is
3: it's American tales. Jesus goes west. That's pretty much it. Yep, (laughs) that's right.
2: (laughs) And I think another one of my favorite parts, too, in this movie is when they're talking about the pilgrims is how they like they explain how the pilgrims um, inherit the land. And that it's like basically like their birthright and like just kind of just. Don't even mention like the uh, decades of genocide that followed the Pilgrim's landing on Plymouth Rock.
0: Well, we but we know who was genocided, though, and we'll talk about that later. Yes. They, they. This movie implies that they're they might have deserved it a little bit. Brian, at this point in the movie, did you like had you heard of any of this before? Like any no. of the things that were taking place in this? No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. not.
1: I I, uh, I don't I don't. I didn't know anything really coming up to it, but this was kind of the point. I I, I don't know how far we, into, we are into the movie, but my plan was to watch an hour of it last night, an hour today. So there had to come a time where I would be like, I'm going to just fucking let this thing ride. This is great. <laughs> and
4: I think it was the sexy
1: boat scene where I was yeah. like, I'm never going to turn this <laughs> off. Now.
0: Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And that, and that's, that's coming right up. So w- we have this mass marriage that takes place where all the brothers marry all the, the daughters of Ishmael, who are the girls they went and uh, stole from Jerusalem, I think. Um, and, the weirdest marriage scenes ever. And then they do this like really hypnotic,
3: strange dance. Uh, that that was definitely guys. a scene where like the director just goes like, I don't know, just go dance middle Easterny or something. And then just like, they do like a quasi belly dance for a second. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's fucked up. It's
0: really, it's really fucked up. I do not like it. So after the marriage though, after, or after the, the wedding, the mass wedding that takes place, Lehi's like, Got some great news for all you guys. And now that we've married, that everyone's married, uh, by the way, we're going to the promised land tomorrow. I know we've been fucking around out here for a long time, but I've just (laughs) kind of been holding out on you guys. But tomorrow's the day, actually.
1: That was weird, too, where it was just like, what were (laughs) they doing? Like, I don't know how much time had passed, but it's like they were just like... Kind of hanging out in the fucking desert, grab assing with their wives or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like playing. Okay.
0: At one point they said they'd been out there like eight years. I can't remember if it was at this point where they'd
1: been out there like that long or if that's it was later. soon after. That's later. But then. Okay. That's when they get off the uh, boat. Oh, okay. Got Never got it. I guess I, yeah, there were, there were like all these times where it felt like it could have been like. Six minutes or 15 years. These yeah, yeah, guys yeah. were just out there. It seemed like this was a meandering trip. And look, I understand it takes a long time to walk to the coast of when Africa I presume? Yeah, yeah. I know it takes a long time to walk there. I'm not criticizing them in any way, but there just seemed to be quite a few times where they were like laying around in tents during the day when you would be traveling, you know. Loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like at,
0: at I can't remember if it was at this point um at some point, like Nephi's bow breaks and like they can't hunt for food and everyone's like super fucking mad. I think that might have been earlier. I can't remember. But um, oh, I, I think that's actually soon after. But anyway, the next morning, the day where they were supposed to go to the promised land or they finally are leaving to go. I, I don't really know. Lehi finds the Leahona. Outside yeah. of his tent in the morning, which is just God did Amazon Prime hooked him up with a little compass, and <laughs> he is yeah yeah yeah. It's, it's it's in this nice ass box with gold engravings, and um, it's, it's essentially a gift. yeah yeah yeah. It's a nice wedding gift, and it's essentially just that broken uh compass from Pirates of the Caribbean that that fucking Johnny Depp <laughs> is carrying around for all those movies, and um. At this point, oh yeah, it's it's at this point. So, Nephi like the they're they're journeying to what kind of, I can only assume is the western coast of Africa from Jerusalem. I don't really know. They like went across Africa, I believe is is what it is what they say. And then um, at some point, Nephi's bow breaks, so they can't hunt for food, and everyone's fucking mad. The camels just like wander off. Those camels look cool as hell. I also what how do camels get two humps do you guys What's, know do you guys know anything about that it, it well, depends on where uh, they're from
1: i felt like i for a time here had doubts that the camels were real <laughs> I, <laughs> I did too and there the was beginning yeah where you were kind of looking at them you're like is that people in a suit so
2: <laughs> <laughs> vincent adult man camel yeah, yeah,
1: that's I thought it was too, you know, you know, the old costume with the horse yeah, yeah. horse's ass. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought that it might have been that. But it, it probably would have been three guys. It probably would have taken three guys to do these long camels. So the with camels those humps, cool. too. I mean, they it's had to like rank human camels. centipede camel. Yeah. They had to rent camels, which was probably super expensive.
0: That's probably what the majority yeah. of the
3: budget was getting those camels to, to <laughs> central Utah.
1: No, no, it what I think be. it
3: was is like, it's always the same thing with any of these movies, too. It's like, someone knew a guy who had a camel.
2: Yup. 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 Yep. Oh, they, I mean, they wrote a letter to Hogel Zoo. 100%. They might have
0: gotten them straight from the zoo, honestly. I, I, yeah. But they were real. They had some real ass camels that were walking around. They looked cool. I was like, damn, that's a. Camels are cool. I
1: think. I don't know. I was. I kind of like them. I wish one of them would have spit on Nephi. You know what I mean? That would have been nice. Camel spit. I just like to see him spit on all these guys for acting in a bad movie.
0: I would love to see the the uh, deleted scenes for that for that explicitly. I want I want the camel spit. I mean, I'm
1: telling you, I am making a TV show right now and locations are so fucking expensive like you spend most of your time writing around like just places where you can stand outside yeah i can't i gotta tell you dude we had to buy well no we got a free sword i'm sorry we had to get a few props (laughs) and (laughs) you know we had to get a few props for fucking things you know but like I can't even imagine that getting a camel to your movie set seriously costs less than $10,000 for the day. In, in Utah,
0: everyone, there's, it's such a fucking small place here that I guarantee someone knew someone at the zoo. They were able to borrow it for super cheap, and everyone here has a goddamn horse trailer. They were able to put a camel in a horse trailer, drive to the middle of central Utah, where, I mean, they didn't have to ask anyone for permission. And it I in Utah, that's probably the cheapest thing. Uh, yeah, I is mean. Is it a
1: municipal zoo? Uh,
0: yeah. Is it? Kind I don't of. know. We, it's, I mean, I it's, have
1: to guess that, I have it's to a
0: quasi-governmental guess, zoo,
1: right? I have to guess that somehow the the LDS, the church, the they have to have some sort of connection. Maybe, oh, oh they
0: probably donate a shit ton of money to the zoo. Yeah,
1: and dude, they could own camels,
0: right? to they, like, they honestly, they're one of the largest real estate holders in the United States. Is is the Mormon Church? Yeah, did so. they do a hundred billion dollar endowment?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do they do nativity scenes and shit? Oh, ooh.
0: Damn. I don't know if
1: that's yes. part of they. They do.
0: They do. Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: So oh, I that's
0: actually,
3: actually l- I last time I went to Temple people- Square, yeah. I, I went with uh, my fiance, which is like where like the church headquarters is and all that too. They had a bunch of like nativity scenes, but they did them like different cultures. And it was the most offensive it's thing I've so... ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yeah, dude. You <laughs> walk awesome. by. There's the Japanese nativity scene. There's the African nativity scene. There's the Native American nativity scene. I'm oh just like, god. what is going on here? This is all wrong. Just because it's like yeah, this it's like, feels. Like
2: the-
3: yeah, it just it just feels <laughs> bad. Like it's like you've overcorrected into like being like uh, into like being really accepting of other cultures. Like I don't too much, guys. Yeah, it's like mixing a nativity scene
0: with like it's a small world from Disney. Dude, that's what it, it really is that vibe <laughs> for real. Oh my god. Okay, so they're still in the desert. Ishmael dies. The the father of all the daughters who were given to all the all the boys. Um, then like randomly, they're like, oh. Well, Nephi's narrating, and he's like, oh, and my father had two more kids. And this man is ancient. Like, this man is an old-ass dude, and he just has two more kids. And they're it's just like, yeah, this is Jacob and Joseph. We just decided to have two more kids. Yeah. I'm
1: fucking yeah, 100 years old. 97. <laughs> that part just was kind of weird. Pipe. Yeah, I found it's that actually. weird.
2: Come to find out, the uh, the white fruit was actually –
0: Like the very first Viagra. Yeah, that's right.
1: It's fucking blue chew. It was blue
0: chew. It was chewables. (laughs) Definitely not pills. Oh my God. Yeah. So... They, uh, all these, ki- these kids start popping up because the daughters that were married off, they have kids. Jacob and Joseph are born because Lehi can, he's got some swimmers at the ripe age of 110. <laughs> and they finally make it to the, the ocean and they decide to call like this area around like where they're about to leave. They call it Bountiful, which is a city in Utah. now.
3: Why, why didn't uh, they just stay there?
0: I don't know. Why do they, they need to keep beautiful. going? I know. It looked nice. So, um god asked nephi to build some ships to sail across the ocean uh and his brothers are like the fuck dude like you don't know how to build a ship you're an idiot like you're obviously (laughs) jacked as hell doesn't mean you can build a ship um and they're like we gotta we really seriously gotta kill this dude because uh yeah like this guy's annoying he keeps trying to get us to do stupid stuff so we're going to kill him
1: again. They, um, they they do have a point that he's like, he's constantly being like, hey, you know, you fucking guys need to listen to me because I know God. You yeah. know, like he he does sort of like I know that like I wouldn't like him, you know, Like no, that's totally. where I can get in their side because it's like, man, you know, how come he gets to fucking talk to God all the time? You know, and yeah. we're just supposed to fucking follow him around. We already fucking went into town three different times <laughs> because people because God couldn't remind him of shit like he had a lift or whatever. I don't know. But like, I I just I understand why they hate him. You know what I mean? I just think that like once you see God the first time, you should be like, OK, God's real. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's a real fucking... That's what's brain. so funny
0: about them is that they keep seeing, like, angels and, like, miracles happen where yeah. Nephi is just, like, busting through chains and shit. They're just like, this guy is so fucking annoying that I don't even care that there's an angel, like, telling... Me. Like, he's, <laughs> his annoyingness is outweighing the fact that there's an angel presenting himself to me, telling me to believe in God. <laughs> I, I believe that Nephi is more annoying than I believe in God. So. You know,
1: in wrestling, there's, like, this really there's like this conventional wisdom now since back in uh when was it so so back in the 80s when hulk hogan who was very racist now but was a baby face at the time like everybody loved him and he would be like say your prayers eat your vitamins and all that shit you know what i mean that was what they thought a good guy was and then in the 90s it turned into uh stone cold steve austin would be a guy that would be a good guy because he's, like, fighting his boss and getting into all this shit. And it never went back to the old Hulk Hogan way. And the reason for that is people hate dudes like that. And that's why that's why they hated nephi because he was motherfucking hulk hogan it's like dude have you yeah. ever made a mistake in your life except for getting <laughs> your ass whooped for no reason yeah he's he's just
3: straight Absolutely, up like Bob yeah. Like, there's no other like doubt yeah. to that just like the straight up nerdy guy who's like telling everyone's
1: like you need to straighten up i mean is dude. he the one that we all love right like is is like do people because i had only ever heard of jesus christ so no. like i didn't know there were like uh and jo- joseph smith i had heard of them yeah. those two those were the only no, two he, guys he's, I he's one of the were. main
0: protagonists in the book of mormon is nephi and not only him himself but his name too and we'll talk about that as soon as we're as soon as we're through this fucking movie do people
1: um, usually be, be, de, like would your parents like be bringing up Nephi sometimes when, when they was were a talking kid, yeah. to you like dude come on you need to act more they, like they, Nephi. they have primary
0: songs they sing that yes. are just like saying his exact words in this book like uh, he is like one of the main heroes of uh, of all of this yeah like yeah, just self- he was of just a- so
3: yeah just south of us there's a city called nephi and i also just moved from yep. a town called lehi so yeah it, it's it's a yeah. it's a big yep. deal here
1: so it's funny because when you think about it it's like uh your parents would so your parents would say like come on you're being a real lemuel here i, need <laughs> I can guarantee that's been said
0: many
2: times
1: <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're acti- yeah, you're acting like Layman and Lemuel. Like I yeah. distinctly remember that from my childhood. Yeah. Jesus. Probably like if you, know. if, you like- if you disobey, you are acting like Layman and Lemuel.
1: Yeah, if you were like two kids too, if you had like a brother or sister, I'm sure yeah. I'm sure there's parents who like jokingly refer to their kids as Layman and Lemuel. And just seriously like refer 100%. To them. Yeah, just the standard the- like yeah. Mormon goofus and gallant the only other thing I know about Mormons (laughs) is every family that had like Mormons in it had like bad kids in it. Like, yep. Severe. Always a black sheep. Like, I mean, but severely, like the the uh, my buddy was the bad kid. I don't consider him bad kid because you know he just he got his girlfriend pregnant. It's like what are you gonna do? But like his brother, his younger brother was a fucking terror, dude. Like an actual, like he was he was not fun. He was. terrible like he was so bad you know what i mean getting in trouble in school all the time and stuff like that and it was just like i always had like the things i always had in my mind tied to mormons were boy scouts uh bad hyperactive kids and like uh uh that guy telling my sister that she couldn't serve her fiance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, well yep. right. that's
3: that's, that, that's like exactly mine, right?
0: everyone's experience here. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So um Nephi says he's going to build the boat and they're like, what the fuck? Like, all right, we're really going to kill this dude this time. <laughs> and then Nephi straight up really does like, he, he's like, guys, you like, please don't kill me? Like, you're going to be sorry if you keep trying to kill me. And they're like, sorry, dude, we're going to kill you. Like, this is really annoying. You're pissing us off. And he's like, all right, dude, I, I, I fucking warned you. And then he channels the power of an angel or God or whatever and uses force – invisible force lightning upon all of them and they just like <laughs> fucking have seizures or whatever and they like <laughs> fall on the ground. They're like, oh my god, please stop. Like we're – okay, sorry. We worship you.
3: We worship you. When sorry. does he power up? Like this is a Mega Man like upgrade. Like – like,
0: Yeah. yeah I always wonder – similarly to the Star Wars universe, there's no consistency on what the force can and can't do. And, like, when they can use it. Like, there were so many times throughout Star Wars, there's just, like, you did similar shit in other movies. Like, why can't you just do that now? And I'm thinking the same thing with Nephi. is like, why do you let people, like, mug you on the street if you could just, like fucking
3: force lightning them to death you could just shocked a couple people in laban's and like okay listen dude just take the plates all right man you're yeah
0: yeah dude he could break free from like wrist restraints but he can't like take these plates without like killing someone while they're asleep like i just don't i don't i don't get it god works in mysterious ways
1: yeah i was slightly annoyed at just the fact that they're like I don't think they had a term for getting shocked at that time. And it bugged me because, you know, it's electrocution is getting shocked or maybe shocked is pre then. But I I can't imagine people were running (laughs) because I was really excited like I knew it would be kind of expensive, but I thought they might spend it for the lightning bolts to come out of his hands. Was That'd been so sick? fucking bummed that the only visual was that they, they kind of fucked with the brothers. So they looked like they were vibrating. They were just yeah, gyrating on the ground, dude. Yeah. Was- and that was one of the times where I was like, these yeah. guys are fucking loving this man. They're having a bad time.
3: <laughs> yeah. Just, just convulse for 30 seconds and action. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's great. <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah. So after they get like shocked and like begged to stop, they're like, okay, sorry. Like we believe in God again. We'll help you build this fucking boat. Sorry, dude. So they build the boat and they're like, all right, we're just like going to sea now. All of us, we're just heading out. And so they're out at sea and, um, you know, they're bored as shit cause they've been out there forever. And so they're like, let's just have a little, uh, a little dance party down here. <laughs> And so the girls are just like they're wearing like a very normal tank top and low rise skirt, as I mentioned, just looking straight up like the early 2000s. They seriously look like they're in
3: like an early 2000s music video. Yeah, Honestly, like they they just just got production votes from like the Christina Aguilar, like dirty music videos like yeah, This is this is (laughs) what debauchery is. Just go with this. It's Jesus. I mean, just imagine some like BYU film intern who's
2: out, like at this shoot, who has to go and buy the costumes and shows? She goes to like Wet Seal in like <laughs> the Provo Town Center in 2003 and is like. Um, Give me your best club outfit
0: and it's oh like a tube God. top and like like a cutoff jean skirt. I like <laughs> literally wearing tube tops. I was like, what yes. the fuck is going on? And, and like, the, it's like
2: going to a club in two thousand three. I, I did some and research.
3: Then, I, I couldn't okay. do I couldn't use Maxim because it's too risque. So That's I a read a point. people magazine, <laughs> and here's what I think was what we need to go with. Yeah,
0: it's brutal. <sighs> anyway, so um Lehi's wife – I can't remember her name. I think it's her. She comes downstairs and like down to the – where they're having the party. Nephi's like, what the fuck is going on in here? And she's like, you guys are like half naked. Like you guys are sinning and stuff. Like this is so much sin. I can't even yeah. deal with all the sin in this boat. <laughs> and she's like – she's like, this is, this is insane. And they're like, we're just having a party, man. Like we have no – we're on this goddamn boat. Like we agreed to come on this boat. Like let us just – Watch, let us watch girls in tube tops dance. Like, yeah. come on, man. Who, ha- who, whom's among us hasn't Googled girl in bikini <laughs> when we're like in when we're down that bad? Like, come on, like, it's s- not that big of a deal.
3: I'm sorry, mom. I got tired of stoically looking off the side of the boat. I figured we should do something else. <laughs> yeah.
0: Looking at their wives for god's sake, they're fucking married and they they're dancing. Oh my god. I wondered like, about yeah, that like, I too. I need my wife
2: to I need my wife to dress like Jessica
1: Alba in 2004. Oh. Oh, my I gosh. wondered about that, too. I also also wondered about the denim too, the jeans. I, that <laughs> jean skirt was very weird. I was like, what it this? was I was it straight up looked.
0: Yeah, that was not a that was not a I don't know what year this is supposed to be like a few thousand B.C. or whatever. But yeah, yeah there this, was no this, that was denim not, back
3: then. They didn't really have like the yeah, uh, yeah still uh, cross uh, plant uh, garments was still a no, no back then. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, the cotton gin had yet to be invented. Unfortunately, yes. So, okay. So Nephi confronts them and he's he's like, stop goddamn dancing. This is absurd to (laughs) dance. Like you can't dance for your husband. And then Lehi's like – or not Lehi. Layman is like, bro, like this is my wife. You can't tell her what to do. And Nephi's like – it's not me it's god sorry it's god says you shouldn't dance with your husband or whatever and so they're like all right man fuck you and so they like shut they like tackle nephi a bit and they like shove his head into like a pole the way his head hit that pole like blew my mind it was very believable it looked like he actually clocked himself on that like wooden wooden column it was amazing it was
1: nice and and also uh again doubting him after he's shocked them that's right they're like
0: dude that's how annoying nephi was to them that it's just like we can't i can't stay committed to the fact that you shocked us last time i know you can shock us again but like your head's going to this pole man i'm sorry it's worth getting shocked again for he's he really is like the ultimate shitty younger brother (laughs) no he's just like telling them how awful they are and so they're like okay not only are we kicking your ass against this wooden column, but we're tying you to the mast upstairs too. So like have fun up there while we dance down here. And so tie him upstairs.
1: I would have been in on that with them. I would have been like, yeah, let's do (laughs) that, man. Just get him
0: up there. It's like, we're not killing him this time. We're just putting him up there. It's fine. (laughs) And so they put him up there and all of a sudden, like, the storms come running in because God is using a new trick this time and no shocks, no breaking free from the bondage or whatever this time it's, you're getting the tempest this time. And so they're all below deck and they're, and all of a sudden the storm's rolling in and they're like, what the, like, that's weird. Like that's, that's bad. And Nephi's like, guys, I'm telling you the storm is going to keep getting worse. We're all going to die if you don't let me go. And then one (laughs) dude in particular, some dude, his name is like, camera whore or something or I Cam, well, i'll just crazy. call him cameron so cameron is crazy. like um cameron's like yeah dude we should probably let nephi go because the storm's getting like super bad and layman's <laughs> like we're not letting him go and cameron's like i'm gonna let him go sorry and so he let, lets him they, they let him go and uh and the Leahona starts working again and everything and then everything's fine because uh, they let Cameron let uh, Nephi go from the fucking mast. So they all wake up and they reach the promised land, which is uh, Kauai, the island of Kauai in Hawaii, which is the promised land. So they skip North America. They get to the Nepali coast. Great place. Looking awesome. And uh, yeah, and they immediately start, you know, colonizing the land. They start farming. They are hunting and uh layman is super stoked he doesn't have to f- eat fish ever again and he's just going to hunt even though he wasn't hunting before but now he's going to hunt i think um also you just and got then, there yeah. you
3: don't know what's there
0: <laughs> i know he's like they show up to land and he's like i'm never eating fish ever again it's like what like the fuck are you going to eat here you haven't even seen anything there's no <laughs> wild goats man like
3: 4000 bc or whatever there's the a whole boat thing just reminds me of a of- of a very funny story too, like when I was in like fourth grade ge- geography, we we were taught like the whole like the first people to land on like North America was like Eric the Red and Leif Erikson and all that too. It was like the Vikings landed in Canada. That's where like the first people landed in North America. And I had a kid in my class who was so adamant that no, you're wrong. Nephi and his families were the first no ones. And way. like the next day, she, he showed up with no like the Book of way. Mormon and also like just charts and all that. Just like, no, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's awesome. That is the most Utah shit ever. Oh, this is in Idaho, but close enough. It's oh, like a Red right Cross border. It doesn't matter. But like it was just like, oh, even I mean, even it's I Utah was North, embarrassed. Fine. Yeah, even though I was embarrassed I was still like very Mormon at the time. He was like, dude. That's not in the books. Stop! Oh, oh God!
0: <laughs> I'm getting like secondhand anxiety for a child back in like what 2006 or something like that. <laughs> oh, this was like 99. Awesome. Probably, I don't know. Oh, Doesn't okay. matter. 99. Or whatever. I it's don't 90 know 90 years.
1: 99.
0: So. Uh yeah, so they're they're living they're they're living good they're living well and uh, Nephi is working on the plates to tell the story of these Jews that escaped Jerusalem to colonize Hawaii I think and then um, which is really supposed to be like North America and because I mean that ties in very very nicely with the Nephites and the Lamanites but anyway. So the brother's getting mad again. So this is like the seventh time the brothers are like, (laughs) dude, you're so fucking annoying. Like, I know we've been doing this for literal decades, but like, we're going to kill you again, I think. Um, And, you know they're like saying you, you're not the ruler over us you're you're the younger brother lehi warns the brothers yet again and that that they won't they won't get god's blessings if they if they don't repent you're not and then the lehi dies
1: he, he did say you're not the boss of us hey you're not the <laughs> fucking boss that's <of> <laughs> <laughs> so awesome it fucking
2: <laughs> rules something, something that was definitely a phrase back in like uh yeah 2003
0: dude you're not the in- boss of me dude but um, no, I'm just imagining that,
2: like, seeing someone say that in, like, I don't know, like, 400 B.C. in, like,
3: Jerusalem. Yeah, Moses yeah. said Are that they, to Pharaoh as they were leaving. Like, you're not the boss of me. We're leaving. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, yeah, right, I'm right fucking, before he parts the Red Sea.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, Bro, I'm older than you. You can't fucking tell me what to do. You know? Come on. <laughs> I, know you I know you have God uh, shocker hands, but,
0: you know. <laughs> But you're younger than me. I don't know if you ever heard this thing called birthright, man. It's called
1: seniority, my man.
0: Yeah, <laughs> something that transcends fucking force lightning, dude. It's called seniority, the being born first. So, um, this, so yeah, Lehi's dead, and Nephi tells them to repent again, and they're like, okay, again. We're I swear to God, we're gonna kill you. And God tells Nephi that they are in fact gonna kill him, and that he needs to leave. So. He leaves with Sam, Zoram, who is the guard that he initially, quote, covenanted with and all their families. And they built the city of Nephi and that became the Nephites. Um, And then at some point, Sam goes back to visit his brothers and they're all doing like a very uh, native fire dance. And (laughs) I put quotes around native because they tried really hard to make it look like they were – Stereotypical uh, depictions of Native Americans yes. at a certain point. I thought um,
1: that that was in the book of Mormon that they they were with indigenous peoples here. No, and not like, that with bad. They about became it. the indigenous became, yes. people. Yeah.
0: They become them. That is, that is
1: that's in the book. Yeah. So
0: Jordan, send yes. us out here. I
3: you know this is this is where we're in your territory. Okay. So one of the things that say that because they separated up between the two tribes, they became the Nephites and the Lamanites, and mm-hmm. one of the things it says is that they became like darkened in heart, darkened in skin and started just like becoming their own separate entities and just completely like rejecting God and so on and so forth. And like, that's pretty much how like Mormons explained like Native Americans for like the entirety of like American history. It's like, that's why when they came here, it's like, oh, these people are here as opposed like this is an existing civilization with like, you know, written laws and culture and traditions it's, like no. Actually, what they were is they were Jews from Jerusalem who, uh, you know, kind of sort of lost their way and got cursed by God with dark skin. So th- that's all sorts of fun. Yeah. yeah.
1: I fun. had known about the, 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 the kind of the, the racism stuff and the curse stuff, but uh-huh. like, i just i thought it was that they turned into them like because the woman and and i love how the woman comes out and it's like this is like a big scene where she's like yeah. you don't want to join them we're fucking in there fucking and sucking and having the best fucking time you want to come in here dude because you'll go to hell <laughs> No, oh, they look like so they were sick. having a
3: great time. It's like if I had to choose, like That's I would right. I would be Team Lamanite all yeah. the way.
0: So they're having this fire party and like some – I don't know who the woman was that warned Sam. But like like Brian said, she was like, there's cum everywhere. Like you're not doing this party. Like this, it's really bad. This is where cum town was birthed. That's right. <laughs>
1: We're going fucking crazy in there, man. You don't even have any idea. There's sucking, there's fucking, there's coke, there's everything you could ever want. It's great in there. Marijuana. They got they invented fucking mushrooms. Cocaine.
0: Yeah. Dude, they were like Native American. I mean, at that time, they were, they were inventing the usage of ayahuasca at these parties. They were fucking doing quaaludes, man. They were getting insanely just they were going to know, uh, to different Licking planets toads. around that fire that
1: guy turning so- away is so much a it's like dude you got all the way there I can't imagine it was a short trip probably took days right. to walk there and then he fucking gets there and he just lets somebody be like you don't want to go in there and he's like oh alright yeah I don't really want to I'll turn around and go back the other way it's like what the fuck dude it felt like
0: me showing up to like a high school party and being like some guy who wants to kick your asses in there It would like ruin the whole party if you showed up and I'd be like alright I'm just gonna go home then <laughs> That definitely happened like multiple times. So I very, yeah, definitely felt some, uh, empathy for Sam in this situation. So he just fucking leaves. And, uh, because of the, you know, darkened hearts and the darkened skin of the Lamanites dancing around the fire. Um, and then, you know, we see, uh, Nephi finishing the golden plates. He buries them in the hills, um, in hawaii i think and then joseph smith ends up finding them in uh, new york so and that that's that's about the end of, <laughs> end of the movie so like
1: sad because i wanted to see what happened next with that's we volume
0: five. one that's why we got it that's why volume two is next is because that's they didn't, Hemla, so. they
1: didn't make it actually i'm i'm now finding out Wait! wait they didn't no no in 2013 somebody asked him if i i i can't it was a video that i saw so i just saw the uh description and it said uh they don't are it said will gary rogers make the new make volume two and he's like buy volume one and maybe i'll make volume two you know Oh my god which is i mean that's hey that's honest <laughs> we gotta make this movie guys Wait, i thought
0: i found
3: what did i see really we, we, we gotta make, make volume two there, there's Dude, like, honestly there's like church made yeah. versions of it too we're just like it's like an abridged version of like the later books but like it's not the same people or the same thing it's like
1: oh, i oh nephi's not yeah. in it. see i was all tied into nephi now no, and lemuel I,
3: I, and layman I think they actually have like production values. So that's no fun because the church actually puts resources
1: into them. But and they um, do a time jump, right? Like, oh my God. Probably a time jump here. Probably. I, I think, yeah.
3: Yeah. If they did it like a sequel, it'd probably go right into like, I don't okay. know. I haven't read the Book of Mormon. So, in, I don't know how so long. So these
0: two guys will know what I'm talking about. But there's this like liberal Mormon blog called By Common Consent. And they have a blog post in 2006 about. Um, the impending production of the Book of Mormon movie, Volume Two, Zarahemla, and I don't, I don't think it got made. But they were literally talking about this back then. Um, I'm genuinely bummed they, they haven't made that second movie because, I mean, this obvious movie obviously sucked, um, but I think it's, it was like interesting to watch for me because, like, I mean, I, I heard so many of these things growing up. I never. I was never someone who like read the book of Mormon. Like they always tell you, like, if you're having doubts about the church or whatever, just read the book of Mormon front to back and pray about it or whatever. And I was, I was never like about that. So I never did that. But like, I heard all these stories like regurgitated over and over and over again. and, And like watching this was such a funny way of like reliving those things that I'd heard so many times. And like Carly was watching it with me and she was like, from the beginning was just like laughing really hard at certain parts just because it's so funny to have like these like mental triggers just like fire off when I hear or when I see a visual representation of something that I heard so many times and how ridiculous it looks on screen is it is amazing. It's like a genuinely it was like a fun, awful experience for me, but I, I liked it in
1: that really sick way. Yeah. So it happens 250 years after the events of volume one. Uh, two that would make would sense. Have been, and it would. Uh, uh It centers on the stories of Mosiah, yep. One, oh, there yep. we go. He's he's another he's another famous one. Benjamin, Mosiah two, and King Lemmy and his peoples. That's that's what it would focus on. So, you know, that that I really would yeah. look forward so to that.
0: I would. Hemla is like supposed to be this like gigantic North American city. That's I think. I, I mean, people who try to th- – there's like a whole subset of like Mormons who are very like scientific, historical Mormons who try to connect the Book of Mormon history to, you know, actual history and like they try to like, you know, prove that, you know, certain things were real and I think – is Zarahemla considered – like do people call that Mexico City? I'm not sure.
3: Yeah, but I think they, that might have been one of the things for some reason. They try and like tie like the Aztecs to like the Lamanites for the most part. I mean, that's why like every time you go into a church house, you'll see like that painting of Jesus right in front of like an Aztec pyramid.
1: Mm-hmm. Did Laman get his own crew? Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah. So so oh,
1: like why that's I why I'm bummed piece? we
3: don't get the rest of the movies,
0: because like the so much of the Book of Mormon is about the clashes between the the Nephites and the Lamanites, where the the Lamanites were these these peoples who you know descended from a man who was cursed so they had dark skin and they go through phases where they were there are these vicious warriors who are killing the nephites but then at some points they like have these you know come to god moments and like they there's battle scenes and like there's all this shit that could have been so cool in episodes two and three but like i'm
3: i'm honestly kind of sad we don't get it because it's like I don't know. It's kind of interesting. (laughs) Yeah, just countless face and heel turns throughout the entirety of it, too. The Lamanites are good. The Nephites are bad. The Nephites are good. The Lamanites are bad. It's just it's the same stuff. Spoiler alert. The the, Lamanites eventually just own the Nephites to infinity, which is why there's no white people in North America. Yeah. who buried their weapons? Was that Nephites or Lamanites? That was the anti-Nephite Lehites who were the like – Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, which is another one too, which is apparently a third sect. He was like, we're burying all of our weapons because we're taking up a Covenant. To- yeah. That we're so so there's- like the,
2: it's like the Bloods, the Crips, and like the Latin Kings.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so is it Moroni who's like the last Nephite? Is that kind of his thing?
3: Uh, Yeah, Brian is the last one. He's the one who buries like the last records. Okay,
0: so yeah, Brian. So the history where like skipping way far ahead is that the last of the Nephites, like after the Lamanites, the Native Americans have completely wiped out all the Jews from North America. Um, The white Jews have all been killed by the... Uh, now darkened Jews who are now um, Native Americans, they kill all the Nephites. And there's one last remaining Nephite, that's Moroni. And that's who visits Joseph Smith in the beginning of this movie. And then um, in the wait, is he in the end of the movie? I can't remember. Yeah, I think um, he's in
3: the end to He pops I don't know if he's in the <laughs> yeah, end. Cause anyway. I think it was just like, it was just like Joseph Smith, like raising his head. Like, what did I just read? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, so
0: he was the last Nephite. He buries the plates that Nephi, and all of the following prophets, like the one you mentioned, uh, fucking, I can't remember, the one in Zarahemla. And uh, and then that's who visits Joseph and be like, hey, dude, I was the last Nephite and uh, the Lamanites, the brown folks killed all of us. So you should go dig up the plates and then expand westward and kill all of them now, which is what ended up happening. Um,
3: hey, they, they stopped through Ohio, too. So that was good.
1: Yeah, that's we right. have a few de- a decent amount of them here. But uh, I'm a Lamanite you kirtland, know ohio. kirtland
2: ohio mm-hmm. yeah i'm it's a layman I,
1: so like they would have never liked me because i i i i practice layman uh, ideology you know what i mean i'm very much like hey fuck you man you can't tell me what to do even <laughs> though you know god and you know how to shock me with your hands and then he shocks me with his hands and i'm like all right all right <laughs> you got me and then two weeks later i say fuck you man you don't know what the fuck you're talking
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm just all about screaming at fire
1: i i was such a fan of him shocking them and then being like uh <laughs> Whoa, hey come on man easy you know, man come on doubting you
0: it's so like when you when like i mean i my parents read the book of Mormon to me when i was a kid or whatever so i like i got bits and pieces of certain things and i there there's an and there's animated movies that are like tell this whole story Mm -hmm. that i would like if if ever i like lied to get out of like if lied about being sick or whatever to get out of going to church on sundays when i was like a kid i would like my mom would just have me watch these animated book of Mormon wow. videos, which were way cooler than going to church. Cause I thought they were so pretty much good. Better. Yeah, I, would I was like, yeah, this is awesome. I love, I love TV. I love, I love, I love cinema. That's yeah. It was way comfy. I was <laughs> on my couch or whatever. I was like, this is sweet. So I way preferred, I was like, yeah, this is pretty entertaining stuff. So there's like animated versions of what we just watched that I, that I liked or whatever as a kid. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's fucking, I can't remember where I was going with that, but it's fucking wild shit in here. I love it. It's great.
1: It's a wonderful film and a wonderful religion. I got to say, I can't think of any wrong things with it.
0: I, I mean, <laughs> I can't either. But I mean, I, I am always genuinely so like, OK, so, so this is only the second movie episode we've done. The first one was SLC Punk. That's um, a good
1: one. I mean, Which is a
0: good one to do.
1: This movie's better. I think this movie. I this think, is a way better movie. I haven't seen <laughs> SLC Punk in a very long time. I,
0: I it honestly holds up. I really like it. We I hadn't watched this since high school, and I, I it it's good. But, um, yeah. So I'm always so curious to hear like what uh what people think about Mormons because like we we had another guest on the show. He he lives in Hawaii, and there's like a whole Mormon culture in Hawaii. Um because the Mormons have like this weird connection with, uh, with Polynesians as well, because they think that they are also like Lamanites, uh, of some kind, which is really weird that the Lamanites, instead of staying in North America, some of them, um, went westward into the, uh, Pacific and settled those islands. So there's this like weird connection to, to Polynesian culture as well, but they've also created a. They have a university. BYU has a university on the island of Oahu in Hawaii and has something called the Polynesian Cultural Center where they have students do like weird, like Mormon Polynesian rituals and stuff. It's it's really strange. But like, yeah, it's um, I'm always so interested to hear what people think about this. And we don't talk about a lot of like strictly Mormon stuff. So. It
1: rocks. Um, it rocks. Anytime you want to tell, me, anytime you want to teach me more about Mormons, I'm in. I'm the dude. You know, <laughs> something you guys might not know, I, I like highly doubt you know, is that like some of the earliest fans of Street Fight way back in like 2011, 2012, they hate us now, but uh, we're Mormons.
0: Why did they like you in the beginning? I mean, I didn't listen to you, what, 10 years ago? Is that how long have you guys been doing Street Fight? Yeah, now?
1: we started in 2011
0: okay and, so yeah uh, 10 years
1: some of the earliest it was some of the more anarchist <laughs> fans just think we sold out or whatever and like uh sold out to what like communism or socialism or what to like doing a podcast that makes money <laughs> oh, uh, <yeah. laughs> like sure. i can't really figure you sold it out. out to pay your bills <laughs> yeah it sucks you know everybody's got to sell out to pay their bills they make a cool forty thousand dollars a year <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm really fucking
1: living large um, That's right But yeah it, like They were like anarchist uh, Mormons And like we only really even Figured it out because they were Like from Utah and stuff And they would read really? shit that we didn't That's Understand wow. And we'd be like what the fuck man what Dude, are you who, Do, you, talking do about? you
0: still follow them online at all Let me
1: see if I can search The only one I, I only know one of them the other guy got all fucking uh up well just a little right wing like uh but in in the uh like what's the word just misogyny you know what i mean it got like real bad let me see oh there he is he is
0: trending topics on twitter right now liz cheney and also nazi barbie
1: yeah, I did see that. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, it's That's uh, cool. it's uh, iconogasmic, uh, I-C-O-N-O-G-A-S-M-I-C. He's he's. The, I follow
0: one person who follows him. That's so interesting.
1: Yeah, he's he's a he's a Mormon dude. He makes uh he makes cheese and stuff. Uh, <laughs> okay. And like uh, lives on a farm and shit, but yeah, he's he's like a a leftist kind of.
0: Yeah, he threw down an abolish Israel tweet earlier, so.
1: Yeah, he's like he's a got leftist. A Woody Guthrie at his
2: his uh his Twitter background?
0: That's so interesting. That so did you ever ask them like how they came across Street Fight at that time? Well, they were
1: just in the same sort of t- Twitter gotcha. place I was in at that time before I kind of yeah. found my place where I am now. Like they were the first people that I uh they were the first people I ever found sort of like uh, uh, on Twitter and like we used to talk all the time that, like I said, they just, I kind of made friends with, you know, the Chapo guys and a bunch of those guys and stuff. And they kind of didn't like those guys. I don't think they liked all the jokes. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. They just didn't like all the jokes and stuff. They, me and Brett went from something that, I mean, we're still finding our way. Like we wanted yeah. to be funny, but we were s- very heavy on like, we would just get on a soapbox very early yeah. on and it, it i can't imagine it was fun to listen to i mean those guys like 200 people liked it but like uh shit like i got to a point where i got so tired of the show being serious that i had made the decision that if there's not a joke every 30 seconds it's a failure and that's when it turns yeah. into a comedy show <laughs> you know what i mean i think it's like that's more right. like a joke every minute or two it's just when I, I i had made a very conscious decision in myself that anytime i felt like the show had been serious for like a minute i'd i'd be like i'm going to let the fucking air out of the room and then it just gradually took over the whole show cool. where it's like vaguely yeah, leftist yeah. but like a comedy <laughs> show you know
0: yeah 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 it's always int- I, I, like I th- the chapo guys have talked about like mormons here and there like the like over the years it's always interesting to hear their perspective as well talk about mormonism and there's like especially recently with like q shit there's like a very interesting overlap among uh Mormon folks and QAnon folks too. And it's, oh boy, especially with, uh, do you know who Tim Ballard is?
1: I do not know Tim Ballard.
0: He's, uh, he's the leader or the creator of Operation Underground Railroad, which is um, mm-hmm. an anti-human trafficking group that was, I think Trump put Tim Ballard on some, um, some fucking like anti-human trafficking board of some kind when he was president. But like, it's essentially all these Mormons are like really obsessed with Tim Ballard and the work that he does, but he really just stages these, like uh, these, what are essentially just fundraising videos where he will allow people to pay a shit ton of money to go with him to foreign countries to essentially just tag along to, and like human trafficking missions that local police are doing it's like, a, it's a whole fucking thing, but he's gotten really popular over, especially in Utah over the last couple of years. years. Um, yeah, it's the QAnon Mormon shit is uh, it makes it's a real byproduct. It does make sense. It makes
1: sense. I was always so kind of like, I can't believe so many anarch, there's so many anarchist Mormons. I thought they would be like a, a kind of thing that you guys would have known about like out there. If
0: yeah there's a there's a mormon nationalist. that's the that's the big thing here among the mormon religion mm, they're called uh that's the word deseret nationalists and they are they're big fans of uh brigham young himself and the work that he was doing which was ethnically cleansing the west so
1: i i'll, I'll say this too but like uh i think i got lds uh from when i would watch and re i was very fascinated with warren jeff's yeah, so, like, yeah. i think that's where i learned lds because i think have i had read a like, lot of prophets Prey, uh i haven't read that i i'll have to i i'm gonna look that up it's a, it's it's a pretty
2: gut churning read in that it's it's got some pretty awful shit in it but like i don't know it's worth spending a few weeks Knocking
1: it out. Yeah. I mean, I was very fascinated with that story when it was happening. I like wasn't really following the news. But anytime Warren Jeffs was on, I was like, what's up with this guy, man? What's he doing?
0: You know? Yeah. Polygamy. And we could do a very long episode about polygamy in the Mormon church and like what the current status is with like how they view people like Warren Jeffs and other polygamists who also view themselves different from Mormon, from Mormon Jeffs, from Warren Jeffs. There's like a, it's, it's a whole thing. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I would listen to that actually. Well,
0: hey. Maybe one day we'll uh we'll get into it. I was really good friends with a polygamist kid in high school who we was did. part of a polygamist family. Who uh his family was like very adamant on distancing themselves. Oh, the HBO show Big Love actually yes. was based on his family. Okay. Okay. Here in Utah. Yeah. Did you know so they were they were they're part of the they were the cool polygamist Families, not the Warren Jeffs kind.
1: One more one more fact that I could give you that you guys probably don't know. Uh Warren Jeffs has a brother named Seth Jeffs. So that's a name Fucking <laughs> <Like> Seth <laughs> Yeah He has a uh, Nephi Jeffs too But I, I just saw the name Seth Jeffs and I was Of course like, he has a Nephi That's Jeffs. a hell of a name to try to say Seth Jeffs I am Seth, Seth Jeffs, Jeffs. <laughs> So Could you imagine so Mike
0: Tyson saying Seth Jeffs Yeah There's a lot of tongue work going on in that name <laughs> This it's is a little t- too much You t- gotta much. say some shit out loud before you name your kid Something like that Absolutely But anyway um we should probably end it Brian. Thanks so much for sticking around for uh how long uh, we went longer than we normally do but uh I feel like this movie deserved our our thorough uh thoughts and attention.
1: Yeah, it was fun. It was great. Uh also Seth Je- Seth Jeffs is in uh, uh prison now. So <laughs> of course
0: he is. With mean, Warren Jeffs at the same prison? Yeah,
1: same same sort of thing. Yeah. Were they
0: arrested in the same like uh Arrayed. during when they they got raided? Yeah. Yeah
1: that's that's where they
3: uh are they in texas is that where it was yeah it was a uh, yearning for zion uh like that was the name of their uh compound yep. and then like yeah, the, yeah and then like the yeah texas state troopers just like kicked in that there was like nope we're not doing this again
1: yeah yeah so seth jeffs was uh uh he showed up to the child custody hearings resulting from the YFZ raid at Tom County, Jeez. whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, his name's Seth Jeffs, and I'm going to be writing a movie about him and also a movie <laughs> about Nephi, or not Nephi, Layman, Layman and, and Lemuel. Lemuel. Yeah. Fuck, dude, that could be Dumb and Dumber. Like, that could be our modern <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. People dude, some- love it, dude.
3: There's some good shit in there, truly.
1: Yeah, Here's just, your hook. Just
2: a, an entire movie about sucking and fucking.
3: Yeah. No, Layman and here's, Lemuel. Your, here's your hook. It's Seth Jeffs telling the story of Layman and Lemuel <laughs> as, like, yeah. a sibling to, like, a bigger prophet. That's I mean, right.
1: I'm going to make this. I will, I will have it done. In, <laughs> as soon as I finish the TV show, I'm turning my attention to this.
0: Hell yeah. Let's well, go. I think, uh, it's probably a good place to end it. Street fight TV show. Do you have a name for the TV show? Is it called street fight TV? It will
1: be called street fight TV on means TV, but it's not going to be until, like I said, it'll be the, uh, probably the end of the year. It's just getting filmed in June, yeah. but it's all written and it's very, uh, it's a good time. I think people are really going to like it. It's, it's half sketch, half studio stuff. And then it's got some that's interviews awesome. and shit. And, all kinds this of TV
0: uh, is a ton of good shit. All honestly. kinds of
1: very cool guests. Like, like, you know, we, we have some very cool people lined up. So I think people are going to fucking like it and uh, it'll be fun. At least nice. it's a comedy show. I mean, I think like, you know, a lot of people want to watch stuff that, that has some kind of a left message and totally. uh, if we can make it funny, that's great. And we did. Well, mm, I mean, right. we really did write this 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 shit is is it's pretty it's like when we talked about writing it we we said we want it to be something that you could watch with like some guy that likes it's always sunny in philadelphia or somebody that likes snl like we wanted to make it as broad as fucking possible yeah and like uh uh, but still like have stuff for people that have been around the whole time in there. You know, you like Mm -hmm. there will be little things in it that'll be for people. But like, we really wrote a funny TV show. Hopefully. I think people will like it. And it's got a lot of divorce jokes in it.
2: (laughs) Right up my alley. Yeah, (laughs) that's
1: right. A lot of divorce, a lot of, uh, uh, we kill a guy in it. (laughs) Uh, it's just got everything I've ever wanted to do, you know, kill a guy, um, yeah. curse on TV I guess swearing on TV know, is great yeah, that's great but that's yeah it.
0: so okay listen to Street Fight watch Street Fight TV when it comes out if you like new metal listen to the POD cast. even if you
1: just want to make fun of new metal you can listen to the POD cast. I feel like anyone who's
0: able to make fun of new metal has liked new metal enough at some point where they would probably... like. If you know enough to make fun of it, then I feel like you at some point were part of it. Yeah, we just,
1: just... I mean, we we tell... It's like we review a different album every month, but like... Hell yeah. It's pretty fun. It's a fun show. I mean, two guys talk about corn. You know, that's... <laughs> that's awesome, <laughs> that's right? That's good shit. Yeah.
0: That's good shit. I did see on Twitter that someone... Uh, they uh, some girl tried to name her baby Cora, and at the hospital, they printed out her baby's name as Corn on the birth certificate. Brian, and I like thought that was pretty Brian, good. Brian, how You're many blessed. times is that sent to you?
1: Um, I you don't even want to know how many times anything
0: <laughs> that that made me laugh so hard. Any, the Corn birth certificate,
1: anything that's like new metal related or trying to think of what the other but if if somebody says the word corn in a post people are like you somebody this?
0: set up a bot where it auto dms you fucking corn <laughs> tweets i get it a lot
1: i get it the corn teacher is it. the other one i get all the time
0: hell yeah that's right i love that guy all right guys well brian thanks again for joining us and uh yeah we'll see you guys next week bye